morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning, July. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM. Your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 97.3. The city breakfast show. Macho 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 Machonye nu se awodo na mawu This is the City Breakfast Show. Two minutes past the hour of six. His name is Minister Joe Metal. He joined the Bethel Revival Choir for this beautiful worship medley. And the uh, songs on it are so powerful. Let's praise him. Hallelujah. Starting of the show with Business Sense brought to you by ADB. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, 
And if you're a paid employee or a salaried worker, if you need a personal loan to resolve your financial issues, we're offering you a variety of personal loans, including top-up loans at significantly reduced interest rates. To enjoy a longer term of up to six years, this offer is open to non-customers as well. Call 0302-210-210 or visit any of our branches, ADB, the People's Bank, ADB, Truly, our Greek and more. Right, now, this morning, business sense, I'm, I'm going to use two things. Uh, the first one is a quote from my favorite leadership um, writer, John Maxwell. It's a very controversial quote. I'm going to use it anyway. And then I will join it to a statement from a book written by Daniel Kahneman. Kahneman. It's called Thinking Fast and Slow. Thinking Fast and Slow. All right. So what did John Maxwell say? John Maxwell said, and if an educator don't get angry with this, it says educators take something simple and make it complicated. Communicators take something complicated and make it simple. Let me repeat that. This is John C. Maxwell. I didn't say it. this is John C. Maxwell. It's written over 150 books. He says, educators take something simple and make it complicated. Right? Maybe to test your mind. Maybe to help you unravel problems. But essentially, they try to complicate things. That's what he says. Contrasting that with communicators who take complex things or complicated things and make them simple. Now, if you join that to what uh, Mr. Kahneman said, Daniel Kahneman, in his book, Thinking Fast Things, who says, if you care about being thought, credible, and intelligent, don't use complex language where simpler language would do. Right? So if you care about being thought, credible, and intelligent, don't use complex language when simpler language would do. So one of the ways I keep things simple in my presentations is I, I give a list or I use acronyms or I use alliteration. So everything must start with the same letter just to make it easy for people to remember. Now, your smartness is not determined by how complicated you can make things. Genius is actually simplicity because the, the clearer your thinking, the simpler you will become. So make that an aim in your communication. Don't complicate simple things. Simplify complex things. That's Business Sense brought to you by ADB, the People's Bank. This is the, the City Breakfast Show. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3.
All right. <laughs> it's been raining a lot these days. But the sunshine that men need is not in the weather. It's in your smile. That's what the song is saying. Your smile will be somebody's sunshine. And those of you who are old enough to remember, this used to be the sick tune of a show called Sports Fan. Oh, yes, many, many years ago. Oh, Sibisa. News by Views next brought to you by Total. Offering you the specially formulated quartz engine oil with ART. Your engine performs better. It's protected against mechanical wear by up to 74%. Choose quartz from Total. Choose the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and effectively. And it's also sponsored by Fidelity Bank. The Fidelity Dropper account is here to help business owners who want their businesses to grow to enjoy convenient payment and cash collections such as GHQR mobile money collect and mobile teller cash account. You get free insurance cover worth up to 48,000 CDs and free subscription to our e-banking platforms. The dropper account is an interest earning account. It's a current account available to both registered and sole proprietors trading in their personal names. Dial star 776 star zero hash or visit fidelitybank.com.ga to sign up today. It's an interactive morning. What's on your mind? Well, for me, it's traffic. Ooh, traffic, traffic around Flower Pot. <laughs> you know the Flower Pot? <laughs> you know? It's almost like bittersweet. The Flower Pot motor uh, interchange over the motorway is going fast you know as against some other projects so we have to be happy but the problem is that from now till october traffic in because from which end to which everywhere whether you know there are about three if you're coming from spintex road towards mm-hmm. action chapel you use the flower pot runabout mm-hmm. in front of the bank of ghana mm-hmm. there's a diversion if you're coming from action chapel and the tunnel towards Spintex Road or towards uh, Palace Mall. Mm. There's a diversion. Through if you're which? coming from Mahama, they call it Mahama Road. I don't know, the Airport Hills. Areas, yeah. Charlie, everywhere traffic. It's like, they call it indifference caves. They are everywhere dense. <laughs> now the question then is, I mean, is so there no other way of, you don't... No, you can stay home. Work on your computer. Get good internet. Stay in the house. But well, you can get a helicopter. Once, but will once, em- <laughs> once employer understand that? You don't even have the internet to make you work. Assuming you want, let's assume you want to edit video in your house. <laughs> do you have? Do you have the the level of connection uh-huh, that, that can give you? Good. Because so, work is really communication. Yes. So if you can, like, why do you do Zoom meetings? Right. You can have a whole conference on Zoom because everybody is communicating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if the internet will be good and affordable, and you can. You, you have a machine in the house. You can even put your feet in hot water. Problem. And be working. Oh, salad. I think there should be a better way of um, diverting. No, but we will take it like that because some people, their projects have stored. (laughs) so we prefer diversion in progress than to freedom in stagnation but a diversion is, where, where is where, where does it take you when you get to the uh, before you get to the main interchange there's some matichuru road you go and pass near uh-huh. assemblies of god reverend base's church some Charlie. corner b then you appear on some road. Charlie. 
Go go mom can take you around and go and say the road you are looking for doesn't exist. Someday I went to Google and it took me back to my house. <laughs> <laughs> to Google. So that thing comes. So we just come to work, you know, wake up early and just go. Yeah, but it's better than Sky. Okay. Because Sky, there are people, the road no, is spoiled. <laughs> From, uh, what's the name? Uh, what's the name? Pokwasi. Uh-huh. Pokwasi towards um, Sapeman, Amasaman. Amasaman yeah. The road can, I want English, it can best your tie. Yeah. Because we'll it's, the road tie. is not smooth. Yeah. Then there are potholes, yes. and then there are cutlasses right. <laughs> on the road. It's so when you pass, it will break. So just and don't follow a, a foot articulator. Uh-uh. No, 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 they'll throw no, sand no, in your no, face, challenge. stones, basa. Oh, so when you stay in Pukwasi, don't work. Go to Sawam and farm. It's better if I me if I live in Pukwasi, I'll go and work in Sawam. It's better than coming to Accra. There's no point. <laughs> you go and grow pineapple. Ah. I'll go and work in a mango farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sell it to your oh, blue guy. I won't come to Accra. No, no, no. Just go to Sawam. Uh-huh. Just work. <laughs> good morning, Mr. Sky. Charlie, good morning, my brother. How are you this uh, morning? Charlie, as you can see, I'm in a good mood. I mean, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. If you are not in a good mood, you can't do it. Charlie, you can't, you can't <laughs> cope with it. At all. Let's take you to the details of the newspapers uh, this morning. The yes. Ghanaian Times has a story on the yes. Chief Justice. She's, she's taking office. Yes. And she's been given the uh, instrument of appointment. I tell you. And the story says... New Chief Justice takes yeah, office. Yes. Bring honor yes. to judiciary. The president. You know you'll be my Chief Justice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you do purposive interpretation. Ah. You're a big man. It will be brutal. Yeah. Also, 37 military hospital ordered to release man's death report mm-hmm. to the family. <laughs> yep. And then the Attorney General is on the front page. Mm-hmm. We are told that AG files additional witness statement in connection with the Saglini mm-hmm. housing project. Yes, and the Minister for Mines is back on the front page. Ghana gains first position in gold production. Mm. All right. The Daily Graphic also has a take on the new Chief Justice's appointment. Mm-hmm. And the headline says, We need morally upright judges. Yes. Mm-hmm. President declares. Do you know the name of her husband? Yeah, Fokofi. Yeah, Fokofi. <laughs> <laughs> the filler was released yesterday. Brutal. <laughs> they leaked it. This is called Fokofi. Hey, wait, talk for the bag. <laughs> <went. laughs> oh, other stories. Information yeah, Minister comments graphic for digitizing archival material. Yeah, yeah. And tourist arrivals surge. USA, India, Nigeria, China top list mm. and on the back page of the daily graphic one of the things we focused on yesterday mm-hmm. floods displace five thousand people mm. in volta region they should have put that on the front page yes anyway let me take you to the chronicle mm. absa staff bernard mm. breaks into customers account oh stop it and allegedly steals 1.2 million ghana cities oh from guess the people from who? the late a late igp oh High court judge Charlie and others. It's an Charlie. It's not serious. And then this video that has been making the rounds. Um how Mimpa Sem Chiefs got uh Kufuadu the president furious. Um so he was he was not angry with the yeah he recorded the he was Telling her recorded to go and put that. So we'll explain the there's even a whole statement by the RCC because apparently some people were putting a spin to the video that the president was angry with the recording. No, 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 no. So the president was flung by a recording on his right and Abuja on the left. So apparently when the national anthem was being played, but the chief explained that he was not well. 
and the program started late, so it was on medication he could not stand. Okay. Yeah. There was no way the president would have known. So he commanded so, Henry Cotty. So the president was, was incandescent. And Mr. Henry Cotty, let's go, let's see, let's see. He said, what the? Henry Cotty is a big man. He went to, and the, the whole thing was sorted. Yeah, yeah, but people for mischief sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circulating the video. They're articulating minor motive. To, to articulate the major motive. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, some other stories on the front page oh, this yeah. morning, including Baumia at Kadeshi Market. Okay. Yeah. All right. Daily Guide says MPP grills aspirants July 3. All right. Tokono is new CJ. All right. ADB fulfills pledge to best farmer. Mm-hmm. And Ghanaians don't trust NDC. That's according to John Mahama. That's what the Daily Guide is saying. Mm. And Alan files nominations. Mm. Okay. Let me take you to the Daybreak newspaper. Mahama in court over 2024 eligibility. What's happening? I'll tell you more. Also, MPP vest presidential aspirants on July 3. I prefer death to LGBTQ in Ghana. Bagbin talking, the speaker. I, my colleagues, are for Alan. This is Lambusi MP uh, pledging support for mm. Alan Cash. Okay, if you go to the Anchor newspaper, it says Ghana reclaims top spot as number one gold producer. Mm. Other stories we dated years ago, but ex Black Stars player speaks after US based Ghanaian short wife killed himself. Hey, anyway, Midyama SC historic victory unites Takwa as vindictive politicking disappears for celebration. Mm. And whole police refusing to invite boxing DCE <laughs> weeks after victim lost complaints. <laughs> The overseer says this morning, I'll work with NDC leadership to ensure 2024 victory. Mm. That's coming in from uh, former President John Ramani Mahama. Mm. Still on the front page, don't repeat the mistakes of Enin Yeboa. Mm-hmm. Agbuja is telling the new Chief Justice of the Republic. And the NDC youth organizer adopts a door-to-door campaign in Asin North. What? It's only an NDC story. Okay, finally, there's a, a story on uh, plastics in water. A looming threat to energy transition. And Baumia is also making the front page here. Okay. Baumia's policy of replacing textbooks with laptops is ill-conceived. We'll talk about that today. Mm-hmm. Some people think it is. Some people agree with him. We'll okay. see how that goes. Two business papers for me. One, the business analyst. Moody's upgrades Ghana's local currency ratings from CA to CAA3. Okay. Stable outlook maintained. IMF program others could help Ghana improve its credit rating. Mm-hmm. Other stories. BOG's efforts to dampen inflationary pressures now impacting on economy significantly. Mm-hmm. And an ex-deputy minority leader is asserting that Ghanaians are suffering because economic policies favor a few. Okay. And then the graphic business, uh, finally from me, DDEP conundrum. Mm-hmm. Labor rejects new debt proposal to restructure $2.7 billion pension funds. <laughs> Corporate governance and sustainability, there's a feature. Mm. And the role of leadership in shaping organizational risk culture mm-hmm. plus okay. global economic prospects what development are what are you reading this morning <laughs> is that the headlines of uh, textbooks <laughs> that's what the is role it? of what the role of leadership <laughs> in shaping organizational risk culture Charlie, anyway finally 
<laughs> Global economic <laughs> prospects, <laughs> development in sub-Saharan. Better news, news, But finally, for me, the Economy Times says this morning: job scarcity on the rise. Oh. Wow, people are searching for jobs; they are not getting. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we are told that BOG is expecting inflation to decline and return to target banned in 2025 and finally mm -hmm. businesses have been overwhelmed with taxes or are being overwhelmed with taxes and they are calling out um government on this particular matter to help save jobs i have a lot of stories market. on citynewsroom.com <laughs> chief justice tokonu is strict but not rude this is attachia mm -hmm. other stories and them bruhaha akufuado wasn't angry at henry Quarte. rcc clarifies mm -hmm. meanwhile min pass chief apologizes to akufuado as you read already Flyover construction to cause traffic at Flowerport runabout from June to October. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Operation Halt, Operation Halt 2 mm -hmm. team seizes five excavators, mm -hmm. destroys other equipment in Ashanti region. Mm -hmm. And then, Pando, uh, police arrest second suspect involved in firearm brandishing during football match. City okay. Business News is leading with City Business Festival Forum on Building Resilient SMEs comes off today. Mm -hmm. Also, Fitch affirms credit ratings of some Nigerian banks operating in Ghana, while Moody also upgrades Ghana's local currency rating, as Nathan read. And then uh, Ecobank records 40.3% revenue growth in 2022. This is uh, Ecobank Ghana PLC. Okay. Uh, a few other stories for your perusal. Graphic Online is showing the alternative routes for Flowerpot runabout. Okay. And then in Debugre and JJ Rawlings, a clash on the national anthem. This story is also on our website. Mm -hmm. It's an article written by uh, Professor Kwisiyanka. Mm -hmm. This is become because of the national, the national anthem, anthem issues. And then MPP has reviewed timelines for flag bearer aspirants and uh, the whole timetable for MPP elections. Mm -hmm. uh, the general secretary has re re released <coughs> new timelines and dates for this. Let's get into the details. Okay. Um, so, uh, where do we start CJ, from? CJ, CJ. Uh, let's, let's start CJ, from the CJ. CJ. Okay, Nathan will do that for us. Okay, all now. right. Uh, so, the front page of the Daily Graphic, and the president has sworn in Justice Gertrude Araba Isaba Saki Tokonu as the 15th Chief Justice of the Supreme Court mm. since the inception of the Fourth Republic. Mm -hmm. Laying out his expectations of the judiciary, President Tekufado declared that, quote, it is crucial that we have judges who are morally upright with intellectual integrity and with the thorough understanding of the law, end quote. After reading a long list of her rich profile at the well-attended investiture mm -hmm. at the Jubilee House in Accra yesterday, the president described Justice Tokonu as having, quote, the full grasp of the intricacies of judicial administration mm -hmm. and therefore will be an effective leader of the judiciary, zealously defending its independence, mm -hmm. constantly upholding its dignity and makes a worthy successor mm -hmm. to her predecessor. End quote. The president added that the choice of Justice Tokonu as the CJ was not a particularly difficult one to make mm -hmm. in view of her level of qualification, years at the bench and bar, and personal attributes. We also have Atatia commending the <coughs> CJ and mm -hmm. saying she's strict but not rude. Mm -hmm. she was he was speaking on a point of view, and mm -hmm. he says he's confident that Justice 
Chokonu knows the law. Yeah. More on this later on. I wanted Nathan to turn to the back of the graphic mm -hmm. and just update us on the okay. story we led with yesterday. Yes, so uh, the story says 5,000 people are, have been displaced by floods in the Volta region. Yeah. And it begins by giving an update that the Ketu South Municipal Director of NADMO, mm. Toby Alosode II, mm. has revealed that his outfit had no immediate relief items mm -hmm. to alleviate the plight of flood victims in the southern part of the Volta region. Mm. More than 5,000 people in over 100 communities in the Ketu South, Anglon and Keta municipalities are now living in water-filled rooms and compounds Serious. after being displaced by floods caused by three weeks mm. of persistent rain with the last rain pouring intermittently for about 12 hours mm -hmm. from last Friday to Saturday. Yeah, that's a story we've been keeping an yeah, eye yeah, on. Right, right, Let's right, continue with other stories. There. Yeah, Bernard, let me take you to um, the Ghanian story, uh, the Ghanaian Times. There's a story here about 37 military hospital being ordered mm -hmm. to release man's <clears throat> death report to the family. Mm -hmm. Then again, we are told that the AG has filed additional witness statements in connection with the Saglemi housing project. Mm. Let me take that one first before I take my turn <clears throat> my attention to the 37 military hospital story. So Malik Suleimana says on page 3 of the Ghanaian Times this morning that the Office of the Attorney General and Ministry of Justice yesterday filed additional witness statement in the ongoing trial of Al-Haji Collins Dauda and Dr. Kweku Ajiman Mensah, both former ministers of work resources works and housing for causing 200 million dollars uh, worth of financial loss to the state mm -hmm. in the <clears throat> housing project now the case has been adjourned to june 26 of this year and mm. the accused and three others have pleaded not guilty to 70 charges leveled against them by the state mm -hmm. and are currently on bail it pro provides additional uh, information on um, the specifics of the allegations against them. But let me take you now mm -hmm. to 37 because we're told that the Accra, uh, the High Court, Accra, has ordered the Chief of Defense Staff and the 37 Military Hospital to release uh, the report on investigation conducted on the death of Solomon Asari Kuma, mm -hmm. a 48 year old man, to his family. Now, the court presided over by Justice uh, Charles Echo Baden, mm. a justice of the Court of Appeal, sitting as an additional High Court judge, mm -hmm. said the report should be made available within 10 days. Now, the family of Solomon Asari Kuma had sued the uh, hospital together with Colonel Dr. G.A. Who appear, mm. a director at the health facility, uh, the CDS and the Attorney General, demanding two million Ghana cities in damages for medical negligence leading to the death of Asarekuma. Now, the Berry family contended that the death of uh, Asarekuma at the hospital in October 2019 was due to breach of contract mm. and negligence by the hospital and the doctor, Kennel Dr. Apia, who took care of him. Now, the family petitioned the CDS for an inquiry into mm -hmm. the circumstances leading to the death of Asarekuma. But after the investigation, the report was not given to the family. You know, a All lot right. of times people are um, medical... They feel uh, aggrieved yeah, that's by right. treatment uh -huh. and they don't uh -huh. follow uh -huh. up. Uh -huh. so, so this is a, a major development. Right. There's also a major development in Galam yeah. fight. It's a former for reporting on City Newsroom that Operation Hall 2 seizes five excavators destroys other equipment in Ashanti region. The Operation Hall team has seized five excavators and destroyed other mine equipment in the region. 
this is the Bosom Tree Range Forest Reserve. Can you imagine? Mm. Illegal mining activities, popular known as Galamse, have been taking place in almost all mining areas in the Ashanti region. The practice appears to have gotten worse, so the military has intensified efforts to clamp down on such activities in the region. The Ghana Armed Forces deployed soldiers of all ranks mm. to mm. begin the second phase of Operation Hall to read the country's water bodies of illegal miners. The goal is to remove all logistical or logistics and personnel involved in illegal mining on water bodies. In a four-day operation, <coughs> the team has vowed to continue carrying out such exercises to prevent unscrupulous individuals from engaging in the practice. Wow. Speaking to the media, uh, the Deputy <coughs> Commander of Operations of his Central Command, Lieutenant Colonel Louis Boati, appealed to stakeholders to play their respective roles. Oh, so, you know, people are letting the guard down. Charlie, Charlie, you know, Charlie. it says they should play their respective roles to help address the issue. Well, we in the media will play our role. Mm -hmm. I hope the DCs and the MCs and the regional ministers also support. And ordinary citizens. Yeah, so that we get this thing mm -hmm. uh, to... Meanwhile, Anti-Galamse Group is also unhappy with lack of prosecution of accountant directors. Mm -hmm. This statement was sent last, last week. week yes. Okay, to some uh, politics. Okay, yes. okay. Uh, I thought Sky, I should yes. just, just give us the... Uh, yeah, yeah the, the story the on the APSA Bank. Mm. Uh, the story on page three of the Chronicle, actually the lead story, is by Ben Isbesi. And it says that just 16 months after being employed as a contract staff at um, Absa Bank. Fully employed Can you person. imagine? You know what people are looking for? Work Charlie, huh? the Usu branch. 25-year-old Emmanuel Sechie was able to break into customers' accounts to allegedly steal a whopping 1.2 million Ghana CDs. Now, the customers include the late Enesako, a former Inspector General of Police, um, from September uh, 30, 1974 to July 17, 1978, and uh, late Justice um, Anthony Kofi Adada, a retired High Court oh, judge. God. Now, the rest are William Joe Pong, Reverend Theodore Baba Hackman, Esther Miriam Hackman, Ekua Eure. Uh, we don't have those. Yeah, so what okay. did he do? We don't yeah, need those names. Okay, <laughs> basically, what it is is that, um, you know, apparently he acted, you know, alone. Mm. And is facing additional charges of forgery and other documents and falsification of accounts, bringing the total number of charges leveled against him to 13. Yes. And, um, you know, he's on a 200,000 Ghana CD bail mm -hmm. uh, because of what um, he has allegedly done. Mm -hmm. And the court, presided over by her Anna Ellen Ofei Aie, on Friday ordered that the sureties deposit their Ghana card with the register of oh, the yeah. court while the accused persons uh, on bail also report twice a week to the police till All right. uh, whatever whatever uh, okay it's okay let's deal with some economy stories apparently uh, let me just mention that he actually even transferred the funds to 17 people including the girlfriend of Hughes and cecil uh <laughs> Ejakwa. All right. Okay. Okay. So there were some other people involved in that. All right. Matter. The graphic business had a story about the uh, debt exchange mm. yes. and the refusal mm -hmm. of organized labor to accept the terms. Yeah, you can it's give on the that. front page. Now, mm. organized labor says it is opposed yeah. to new attempts to restructure pension funds worth about 2.7 uh, billion US dollars. Mm -hmm. The government has sent new terms in its second round of uh, the DDEP to pension fund managers, which analysts say is an indication that the threshold of debt to GDP is yet to be achieved. Right. However, labor unions are adamant, saying they will only 
oh sorry they will stand mm -hmm. by their earlier decision to the government to exempt pension funds from the ddep all right in a new proposal the government is seeking to restructure local currency bonds held by pension funds as part of efforts to bring the country's debt to sustainable levels wonderful story there okay, but let's return to politics and the law uh, because there's an interesting writ that that apparently has been filed by ken crunchy mm -hmm. regarding the eligibility of uh, john ramani mahama i don't know mm. uh, the story is on page three and it says mahama in court over um 2024 eligibility the daybreak newspaper says this morning that in the next few weeks and months former president john ramani mahama will be appearing in ghana supreme court to make a case why he's eligible to contest for the position of president of ghana again now writ was issued in the registry of the supreme court of ghana yesterday seeking a declaration that the former president um that former presidents of ghana are not qualified or eligible to contest elections in ghana hmm. now the rich which seeks 13 reliefs also wants the supreme court to order former president mahama to seek parliamentary approval for his latest adventures and incursions on the presidency or in the alternative that the supreme court order him to desist from his presidential ambitions now the plaintiff in the action is kenneth aj kuranchi an accra based journalist who was um, who has a long who has long posi pos posited that Mr. Mahama is not eligible to contest right. the election. Meanwhile, there mm -hmm. is a story um, also on the uh, front page of the Overseer that says the former president is saying that he will work with the NDC leadership to ensure victory in 2020. All right. Uh, stay with the economy. Moody's has yes. upgraded <clears throat> Ghana's mm -hmm. local currency outlook. That's on uh, the front page of the business analyst. Mm. Now, it says the IMF program, coupled with the strict fiscal discipline, could help Ghana to improve its credit ratings. Mm -hmm. And this follows the upgrade of the government of Ghana's local currency long-term issuer rating to CAA3 from CA by Moody's. It also maintained the country's stable um, outlook. Outlook. Wonderful. I'm staying with the economy because there are two stories in the Economy Times. Yep. We're told that jobs are scarce to come by and some people get the jobs and are allegedly doing all kinds of things with mm. the positions they get. Mm. And if you go to the Economy Times, we're told that uh, job scarcity on the rise. Mm -hmm. The Seoul reporting says the availability of jobs in the country advertised in selected print and online media would partially gauge um, uh, what you call it labor demand in the economy have dropped marginally in April 2023 mm -hmm. relative to what was observed mm -hmm. in the same period of 2022. Mm -hmm. Now, in total... 2,581 jobs adverts were recorded as compared to 2,777 uh, jobs uh, for the same period in 2022, indicating a year-on-year -year decline of 7.1%. Mind you, situations are hard in this country. Meanwhile... Yeah, we are told that businesses are overwhelmed with taxes. True. Um, Adnan Mohammed, reporting for the Economy Times, says that some business owners in the country have since been on government to reconsider yeah. numerous taxes yeah. they pay right from source Too of much. their raw materials through import duties to production, packaging, and selling their finished uh, goods. Now, the business captains claim government is deliberately targeting them as the soft spot for its revenue mobilization because they are formalized. Now, businesses, uh, business owners have intensified their calls of government to either review or scrap some of these taxes. Mm -hmm. Well, Parliament is back in session. We hope that... I'm going to give you two related stories because this morning at 9 o'clock on the City Business Festival, 
We'll be talking about navigating the tax maze as an SME. My guest is Ismail Ibn Ibrahim from Ali Natcha and Associates. They will help SMEs understand how to work around these tax issues. Okay. Then there's a panel discussing how to build strong SMEs with Director of Agency Banking of APSA, Audrey Abaka, Lecturer at UPSA, Dr. Andrew Sayiku, uh, Director of Ghana Climate Innovation Center, Ruka Sanusi, and CEO of Busa Africa, Takawori. All on the panel, moderated mm-hmm. by Vivian Kailoko on CTTV at 11 a.m. They are talking about taxes, taxes, No, taxes. they are talking about building resilient, resilient. companies, ah, SMEs. Okay. The tax one is the discussion yeah, I'll have oh, this okay. morning. So those are other stories making the rounds. In international news, Italy's former president or prime minister, <laughs> former prime minister, former uh, chairman of AC Milan, <laughs> Silvio <laughs> Berlusconi, Berlusconi, died aged 86. So, yeah, so that was, so the story, that was the story we got yesterday. Yeah. And then Reuters is analyzing the Espionage Act and what it might mean for Donald <coughs> Trump. So that's mm. a big story in the U.S. Um, yeah, so we'll But why are they not charging uh, well, Mike Pence? Why are they not so charging? Go and charge him. Why are they not charging so, Biden? You're, you're a lawyer. <laughs> no, no, I don't have jurisdiction to practice that. So I will help you. Go <laughs> they should stop that discrimination is bad. And, and other stories as well. Alan uh-huh. files his nominations yes. yesterday. Uh-huh. It's on the front page of the Daily Guide. An MPP will start uh, grilling aspirants on July 3. Mm-hmm. Because they have a new calendar. Thank yeah. you, Richard Sky. Yeah. Thank you, Nathan. But well, the US people, they should stop oh, that. The discrimination is bad. This is the, the, the City Breakfast Show. City Business News brought to you by MTN. There's good news for SMEs and SME owners. With SME Plus, you can manage all your communications costs or your personal costing communication. A service allows you to choose from affordable packages and enjoy talk time, SMS, data, and business content all bundled into one subscription. The exciting news is that you get free on-net calls every Monday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Simply dial star 5060 hash to sign up or call 0244308111 to get more information to stay connected. News also brought to you by Goyle. Introducing the Super XP Run 95 and the Diesel XP, best quality fuels with high performance in town for your vehicle. The Run 95 XP is high grade fuel sold at the same price as normal fuel. The Diesel XP is low in sulfur, making it an eco friendly option for your vehicle. We have over 440 stations across Ghana. Goyle Good Energy. Nilate Late is joining us. City Business News at 7. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello to you out there. Welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and powered by our most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, IMF urged to keenly keep an eye on government implementation of fund program as visiting staff mission engagement with interest groups continue. Also, government's treasury bill target of 2.63 billion Ghana CDs oversubscribed by 6.4% despite rising borrowing costs. Details shortly. I am Ni Lati Lati. Many thanks indeed for joining us. The visiting mission staff from the International Monetary Fund is making progress with its recent visit to Ghana after the approval of the three billion US dollars bailout assistance granted to Ghana. The mission staff has been in the country since last week and has been engaging stakeholders to gain their support for Ghana's economic recovery and attainment of the program objectives. The team is monitoring Ghana's program progress in implementing the agreement ahead of the program review later 
In June, City Business News is learning that negotiations between the Finance Minister, the Bank of Ghana and other relevant interest groups are ongoing with an update on engagement likely in the coming days. The team is expected to return to Washington, D.C. by end of this week. Meanwhile, the fund is being urged to carefully monitor key state institutions such as the Bank of Ghana and the Finance Ministry to ensure that the government is strictly adhering to all fiscal policies. The Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana, which is pushing for this call, maintains this will help Ghana achieve economic rebound. Samson Asaki Awingobit is Executive Secretary of the Association. If the government fiscal policies and reckless expenses, expenditure, knowing very well that we had a 5% fiscal cap at the Bank of Ghana, they spend more than the 5%. Now, IMF has now brought police to us. I'm told there's a attache to be at the Bank of Ghana to make sure that that, that fiscal policy is respected. And I'm quite sure by now, at the Ministry of Finance, they would have brought somebody. And I'm quite sure they would have brought somebody to, to control and, and Accountant General. If the IMF hasn't brought anybody, please, IMF, bring somebody to control and Accountant General because he's the one also paying. The paymaster, you must send a rep to finance ministry, send a rep to control and accountant general. The IMF will send an officer to Jubilee House. Because at the Jubilee House, the decisions and whatever they are taking there, that has brought us to where we are today. The, I'm told at the presidency alone, over 1,000 or so are staffers. What, how? Samson Asakia Wingobit is the executive secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana. Still on the economy and rating agency, Moody's has upgraded the city long-term issuer rating from CA to CAA3 and maintained the stable outlook. Additionally, Moody's has upgraded the local currency senior unsecured MTN program rating from CA to CAA3. This upgrade comes as a result of the completion of the government's primary local currency debt restructuring, which has reduced the expected losses on local currency debt in the future. The debt exchange has provided Ghana with some fiscal relief, reducing the likelihood of seeking another debt restructuring of a similar scale from the same creditors in the near to medium term. On to the Treasury bills markets now and the government Treasury bills target of 2.63 billion Ghana cities saw an oversubscription of about 6.4% indicating strong investor demand. However, this increase in demand comes with a growing concern over the rising cost of borrowing. There is more in the following business news desk report. The oversubscription comes at a time when the central bank's figures reveal that interest rates have been consistently rising for the past eight weeks, raising questions about the government's debt management strategy aimed at reducing Ghana's overall debt. Since the beginning of 2023, the government has heavily relied on borrowing from the money market, which has resulted in higher borrowing costs. This market has become the sole source for borrowing for the government. Further contributing to the increased cost. The rising interest rates are expected to lead to a higher domestic interest payment for the government, posing challenges to its financial management. According to the Bank of Ghana's data, the yield on the 91-day Treasury bill rose by 0.11% to reach 21.26%. The yield on the 182-day bill also experienced a slight increase to 239 
1.15% from the previous weeks of 23.93%. The one-year bill had a higher rate of 27.82%. Despite the concerns over rising costs, the government managed to raise about 2.80 billion scissors from the sale of the short-term instrument. The 91-day bill received tenders of a little above 1.50 billion Ghana scissors and all of them were accepted. That was a news desk report read by my colleague Emmanuel Opon. Away from that, and despite recent global trade concerns, the Takra report has recorded an increase in gross cargo export and import of 5.1 million metric tons between 2014 and 2022. This was announced by the outgoing director of the Takrade Harbour, Captain Ebenezer Fiji. He disclosed that the increase in traffic is attributed to the port performance in major expansion works and the commitment of staff in the last decade. When I took over in 2015, we had a key length, that is where the ship breaks, a total length of 875 meters, with a depth of 10 meters, a maximum depth being 10 meters. As I hand over, we have a total key length of 2,575 meters, about three times what I took over. Meanwhile, we have another 550 meters in the way that's uh, we work on the oil and gas terminal to add at 550 meters. The depth now is of 10 meters, at the maximum we have a depth of 16 meters, meaning we can compete with any port along the coast of Africa. When I took over, the cargo throughput for the year 2014 was 2.2 million metric tons. Today, all the problems, COVID problems, and Ukraine, the Russia problems, we were able to do 7.345 million metric tons. Captain Ebenezer Fiji is the outgoing director of the Takrade Harbour. Now, Deputy Managing Partner at Ali Nacher and Associate Ismail Ibrahim has questioned the rationale behind government's introduction of the three new taxes introduced earlier this year. He explains that while government responses to revenue shortfalls may be ways of mobilizing domestic revenue, they have significant impacts on businesses, particularly at a time when other related operational costs such as electricity and water have also been increased. Government in May began the implementation of the Excise Duty Amendment Bill Growth and Sustainability Levy Bill and Income Tax Amendment Bill as part of efforts to meet the criteria for the three billion US dollars bailout from the IMF. He made these remarks on the on air series of the twenty twenty three City Business Festival, which continues this morning. So with the excise tax, this is basically increasing what uh, those manufacturers and, and distributors or whatever you have to pay. And it would mean that uh, passing more on to the consumer. Uh, for the income tax, there were several amendments, especially uh, the minimum chargeable income, which means that if you have declared losses for a period of five years, they are going to impose a minimum chargeable income. I have my reservations about these things. I have not seen a policy on why these, these principles are being introduced because we are getting to the point where we might cross the accounting principles, disregard them just because we are desperate for money mm -hmm. and a lot of people will suffer. There are other things which are a bit technical in terms of when you sell your assets, you are supposed to withhold. That's one of the amendments in it. But there is also a provision in the law that says that if you sell an asset and you replace it within a year, it's a retention of assets and so mm -hmm. you are not supposed to pay any taxes. How do you balance this withholding you are asking for? Now you are talking about a minimum chargeable income. If I am making losses, you ask me 
to carry forward my losses for five years. It means if I carry forward my losses for these five years mm -hmm. and I still make losses, you are still going to tax me on, on what you call the minimum chargeable income. And so when you sit down and look at some of these things, you, you realize that, I don't know, but maybe government is really desperate for money and has to do what it has to do. Ismail Ibrahim is a deputy managing partner at Ali Nachia and Associates. The full conversation on the topic, navigating the tax maze as an SME, is later this morning at 9 a.m. on the City Breakfast Show. Meanwhile, the second forum of the City Business Festival 2023 will be held later today on the topic, Building Resilient SMEs. The panel will include the Director of SME Agency Banking and Partnerships at APSA, Audrey Abakan, Lecturer at the University of Professional Studies, Dr. Andrew Sayuko, Executive Director of the Ghana Climate Innovation Center, Ruka Sanusi, and CEO of Busara Africa, Taka Awari. And why not join us live on CCTV at 11 a.m. for that one hour, 30 minute in depth conversation on how to build successful and resilient SMEs, even in difficult economic times. This year's edition of the City Business Festival is powered by City TV and City FM in partnership with APSA and is proudly sponsored by MTN Mumu, MTN Business and ZP with support from Gesal. Let's find out how the city is performing this morning and on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade among themselves. The dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 10 cities 98 pesos. The British pound lost 9 pesos and is selling at 13 cities 72 pesos. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 11 cities 80 pesos. However, as some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 11 cities 75 pesos, while the British pound is selling at 14 cities 55 pesos, and the euro is going for 12 cities 50 pesos. Let's now join Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. Investors showed firm demand for T bills at last Friday's auction as the Treasury raised 2.8 billion Ghana cities to exceed their gross target by 6.5%. Yields on the 91-day and the 182-day bills advanced to 21.27% and 23.95% respectively. The 364-day yield lost 20 basis points to 27.82%. Market activity improved on the local secondary bond market last week as investors exchanged 97.3 million Ghana cities above the previous week by 23.6%. The Data Bank Bond Index retreated to 81.9 points, with an average yield to maturity of 12.98%. That was Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank with the latest updates on the bonds market. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and powered by our most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Ni Lati Lati. Have a good business day. This is the, the, the City Breakfast Show. minutes past seven kickoff is coming up next brought to you by Le Shero. for over 10 years we have been there for customers who want attractive investments as well as security so it's a fair balance between competitive returns and security we have the 91 day 182 day and 365 day 
flexible deposit product yeah, when you've got a fixed deposit account as well call 0577-707-700 let's achieve your financial goals together our name is Lesheho. let's improve life if I walk through the valley. also sponsored by shell everybody's looking for that one thing that pushes them to bring out their best and enable them to reach peak performance your car wants this too that's why your best bet is to give it shell helix engine oil Specially designed to bring out the best in your engine, protecting it from wear and tear while providing the power and performance needed to give you the best ride every time. Visit your local Shell station today and experience the difference for yourself. Time for the sport. Time for Evans Ofochu Manso, aka Pititi. <laughs> Yeah, you're a big man. You're a big man. They say Mbappe say what? Well, Mbappe says that he wants to... Um, he will not extend his contract as PSG in so 2025. They have to decide what they want to so do. So he has one year now. So I Either think they sell if, him or he exactly, goes for Exactly. And for PSG, what they don't want to do is sell him to Real Madrid. Oh, then they should give him to Liverpool. Yeah, that's all. They want Mbappe to... We'll sell half of our team and buy him. Liverpool, you want everyone new team. We need Mbappe. We need Mbappe in our life. Well, many thanks for choosing CT 97.3 FM and uh, coming up on kickoff this morning with me, Evans of Ochuman, so Media Mass Sporting Club to present the Ghana Premier League trophy to traditional leaders of Takwa and sponsors today. Plus, it was party time on the streets of Manchester yesterday. <laughs> Manchester City embarked on a trophy tour to celebrate their treble winning season amid rain and blue flesh. And in the NBA. Looking, finds Struce back to Larry. There it is, three pointers. Won't go. Rebound called off Pope. They're not going to foul. The Heat will let it play out. It's over. At last, the long wait is over. After 47 years, the Denver Nuggets can finally call themselves NBA champions. Yes, the Denver Nuggets outclassed the Miami Heat in an ugly, frantic game five to secure their first NBA title. All this and more on kickoff with me, Evan Sofuchumanso. All right, uh, today in our first story, the Black Stars are expected to hold their second training session at a Craspol Stadium today, ahead of Sunday's penultimate Afghan qualifier against Madagascar in Antananarivo. Arsenal's Thomas Pate, who missed yesterday's light training, has joined the squad. So it's now a full house for Chris Hilton's team, who are a win away from qualifying for the continental competition in Ivory Coast next year. So the Black Stars will leave Ghana on Friday for Madagascar and play that game on Sunday. Now, staying with national teams, the Black Meteors Management Committee chairman Frederick Champon has revealed that the team is relishing the test of facing defending champions Egypt before the under-23 AFCON commences in Morocco. Well, the team are currently in Egypt and will take on the Egyptian sign a pre-tournament friendly on June 15 and they are expected to play another friendly game on June 19 after which they leave uh, Cairo for Morocco. And uh, in an exclusive interview with uh, City Sports, Frederick Champon shared more light on their decision to camp in Egypt. 
Well, first of all, we plan to uh, do this campaign in a different country. But we look around and we're not getting team because it's around this time, almost all the leagues are on break now. And then um, we scanned around and we saw that uh, most of the teams participating in the U20 Afcon are not also camping in that particular country wanted to camping. So we then had to, you know, uh, trigger plan B or for us to camp in Egypt at least. The defending champions and also participating members in Egypt are there. And so quickly then um, try to, you know, engage them in a friendly. And then they, they agreed. And so we played that match, I think, on the 15th of June. I mean, you cannot play anything better than the defending champions and also who has also qualified to participate in the, in the tournament as well. After that, we look to play another friendly match before we would uh, leave uh, Egypt to Morocco. All right, so that's uh, Frederike Champon. Yes, uh, Frederike Champon is the Black Meteors Management Committee chairman speaking to City Sports before they left for Egypt yesterday. Now, let's head to Takwa in the western region. And uh, Ghana Premier League champions, Media Mass Sporting Club, will embark on a float today and meet up with key personalities, traditional leaders, stakeholders and sponsors. And these are all part of activities to celebrate the club's first league title. Patrick Akoto is our communication director for Mediama. It's a whole week of activities. On Tuesday, uh, we will present the trophy to the Appin Tosmini, Nana Kwabena Ango, the second and his chief. From there, we will go to our first and all the top brass who have helped us to clinch and make history here in Tapa. So it's the whole week of activities. We will wrap it up next Sunday. And so, my brother, you have no idea. It's, it's, it's a joyous moment for the people of Sakwa. So you heard Patrick Akoto. He speaks for Media Mass Sporting Club, confirming plans to meet the Apintohene and other stakeholders today as they mark celebration of the Ghana Premier League trophy. They are champions for the first time. Now, speaking of champions, the kings of Europe, Manchester City, they celebrated their treble with an open top bus parade through the city centre and thousands of fans watching on in the rain and there were blue flares set as well and fans threw inflatable bananas in the air as several of the players were shirtless in the heavy rain and the start of the parade was delayed due to the adverse weather conditions and uh, localised lightning storms. And let's hear from the man who guided the team to the treble, the second club in England to do that, Pep Guardiola speaking at the parade. What a parade, what, what an afternoon. So we had to be the best parade with this rain. Otherwise it's not Manchester. This is Manchester, this is how it rolls. Has to be like that. No sunshine, no, we don't want sunshine. We want rain, rain. So the perfect one. Pep, hundreds of thousands of blues stayed. They sang. They didn't care about the rain. All they wanted was to see you and your players and your staff. We have the best fans in the world, right? But they are used to. So they are used to some to the rain. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, it's their moment to Manchester City enjoying what has been an incredible season where they won the UEFA Champions League, the Premier League and also the FA Cup there. So just by the rain, they didn't uh, stay in their houses. They came out in their numbers, thousands of fans, blue flares and all that. A lot to drink as well. Now, away from City and their celebrations, let's talk about the transfer uh, markets and transfer stories. Well, Kylian Mbappe, listen to this, has written to Paris Saint-Germain to tell them he will not extend his contract by one year to 2025. We know Mbappe's deal runs until the end of the 2023-24 season and with PSG unwilling to let the 24-year-old leave for nothing, 
he could be sold this summer. So interesting there. And he had Bernard Avler there saying that Liverpool would love to have Mbappe in that squad there. Now, Aaron Ramsey insists he's focused on Wales Euro 2024. Ambitions are missed on certainty over his future at Nice. Well, Ramsey triggered a one-year contract extension at Nice after playing more than 30 games for the Ligue 1 club this season. And it's reported that the 32-year-old wants a longer deal to stay at Nice and that he may not, and that may not be forthcoming. The most important thing for me to do right now is just to focus on these games and then we'll find out, you know, in a few weeks' time when everything's settled down a bit. Um, you know, this season has been a success for me personally. Uh, played a lot of games, played, um, you know, some good football. The most challenging thing is is being away from my family. So, you know, that's the, the situation that I so that's Aram Ramsey. He plays for Nice in the French league. And there now four clubs in Saudi Arabia are making a big push for uh, Chelsea striker Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. The clubs include Al Ittihad, Al Hilal, Al Nasr, and also Al Ali. And uh, they could face opposition from a number of European clubs, including Barcelona. Tottenham are also interested in signing goalkeeper David Raya and expected to approach Brentford to discuss a fee. Brentford won't. A deal worth uh, 40 million pounds for their goalkeeper. Now, away from football, let's do some NBA now. And the Denver Nuggets out uh, class the Miami Heat by 94 to 89 in an ugly frantic game five to clinch their first NBA title. Nikola Dokic shall build out his teammates with 28 points and 16 rebounds on a night when nothing else seems to work. And the Seven International won the NBA Finals MVP, an award that certainly he has, uh, has more meaning to him than the two overall MVPs he won in 2021 and 2022. Let's hear from Nikola Zokic now. I mean, that's why basketball is a fun sport, you know. That's why it's a live thing. You cannot uh, say, oh, this is going to happen. It's always, uh, you know, there is so many factors and uh, I'm just happy that we won again. Now you are an NBA champion, Nicola. How does that feel? It's good. It's good. The job is done. We can go home now. Right, uh, we still have more time to chip in. Last one there from the NBA. Let's talk about swimming next. And president of the Ghana Swimming Association, Delphina Kue, has promised to assemble a strong team for Ghana for the Africa Games. Now, she made the remark at the 2023 National Open Swimming Championship at the University of Ghana, where a total of 144 swimmers aged between the age of 8 and 19, representing eight swimming clubs across the country, participated. A lot of them have really impressed us. I mean, most of them have just reduced their time and they are so eager to please us. They, they want the selection to be part of the African Games. So they are really pushing themselves to make sure that they are selected for the African Games. They are doing so well. You see, as we are doing this, it's to select our swimmers. But we need to camp them and really train them because swimming is about the more you train, the more you are able to push your time down and then to make better times on be a medal hopeful so as we are doing this we are going to select our national swimmers those who represent us in the uh, african games and then we are going to give them special training to prepare them well for next year all right delphina quiz president of the ghana swimming association and then kick off this morning on city 97.3 fm with small sports on city sports online.com follow us also on social media at city sports gha and at pichichi gh as well on twitter Hasta la próxima from me, Evans, o Fuchimanso.
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the, the City Breakfast Show. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Dance for me, baby, just to be lady for me. Make me the lady, just to be lady for me. See this loving way I got for you. I never be to show you fake, baby, you're for real love. Just multiply from my side See this loving way I got for you I never be to show you fake Oh baby, you're for real Prove me wrong Prove me wrong I could be wrong But girl, with you I belong Ava um no, no, no Ava um yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, 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 Seven thirty-five City Breakfast Show. I, I don't need to tell you who's singing, do I? Happy birthday to Nashika Caesar. Nashika Caesar. Yeah. No, yes. Nashika Caesar. Works for City. Yeah. Read the news yesterday. Yeah. Also, we seen Liverpool fan too. Yes. Also, we seen Papaya. Ochre Eifa of Gold Key Properties. Uh, happy birthday. Wishing you the best of the years ahead. Enjoy your day to the fullest and stay blessed from all your loved ones. And to my son, Leslie Fifi Oku. A happy birthday from your father, Leslie Oku. You are a blessing to the family. Fifi. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I could be wrong, but girl, we and I'd like to say happy birthday to my to my older brother, mm-hmm. Nana Nana Kofi Esihine. He's yep. a great guy, man of different sides, different parts. 
uh one time music video director Double. now does more ads mm -hmm. now he's into fashion mm -hmm. and happy birthday to you i wish you the very 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 yeah 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 <laughs> he has his head in a lot yeah, so, yeah. And, and, and creative and genius you do that and bring it to my house no no charlie happy birthday to you i wish you the very 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 Clearly, you won't do that in your parents. I like, want you get older, then you can do, you know, yeah. put some ring before yeah, the ear inside the nose. Ah, Kuku David is associating uh, himself. Yes, with, oh, yeah, um, they are they are parties. They are yeah. parties. Oh, they are me man. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, they yeah, are they, himself. Himself, Kweku, a okay. uh, lot of the guys in the space, Robert Clark, the Alpines. Okay. Okay. Wow, All right, now I need to tell you a few things. So this morning we're going back into business. Now the reason I want to discuss the the topics I'm discussing, is I, things make some will. You know, Bro. the the <laughs> fact that something is not being reported on every day consistently does not make it any less true. Mm -hmm. You know, yesterday I was reading from a book and I realized that sometimes we 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 mistake frequency for importance. So if every day you think about something, you think it occurs every day, but it doesn't. Or if every time the news talks about something, you think it's occurring all the time. But I want to tell you that the issue of job scarcity and the issue of taxes and companies... We don't, it's not a very sexy topic. So you see it on front pages every day. But I'm telling you, it's a bigger story than most of the stories we write about. Mm. I'm telling you the truth. So I'll spend some time discussing. Exactly. People are not getting work. Mm. And the people who are employing people to, the taxes are making it difficult for them to survive. To survive. So I don't know how the system expects people to keep, keep working. I really don't know. And I really want to commend the Economy Times for their two front page stories today. Mm. I think the two front page stories captured the essence of what is happening in the country very strongly. Mm -hmm. A lot of us missed out. Of course, we have to report different things, right? So they're talking about roads. They're talking about Ghana has become number one exporter of gold. Galamse is happening. CJ has been sworn in. Mm -hmm. All these things. But I'm telling you that... Flooding in Aflao. Very important. But I'm telling you that the biggest mm -hmm. story in the past two years is lack of work. Mm -hmm. And companies are really struggling. The taxes are too many. And the GRA is now going out every day, VAT, arresting people. Charlie, people are closing down their businesses. Mm. Plenty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we are trying to discuss how to be an SME that can survive. It's not easy to do business that's, that you can even pay people's salary. Yep. I'm telling you, it's, it's very tough. And um, I, I, I hope the government understands the effect of the policies it is putting in place. It's very, very difficult. I'm telling you. It's very, very, very difficult. So while we do the bare base and talk about all the things we have talked about, I need to let you know that if a business yeah. is a going concern up to today mm -hmm. and can employ even 10 people, go and pray to God. Charlie, we must, we must be grateful to them. All right, I wanted you to do the last one before I jump into the more substantive matters. Yeah, so this one is coming in from our good friend and colleague Thomas Obing Daku, mm -hmm. and he says we should say happy birthday to Sylvester Afedu, mm. who is the manager responsible for accounts as Fenil Insurance mm -hmm. Brokers. 
and uh, he's celebrating him today for his uh, contributions to his own life and family mm -hmm. and then also the important role that he plays in his life mm -hmm. so you are plus one today sylvester mm -hmm. fado happy birthday to you and some other uh, quick ones bernard if you would indulge me this one from paul jangbad community 12 in tema says good morning uh, CBS, uh, today is uh, my birthday, uh, so we should celebrate you. So yes, we are celebrating you, myself, Bernard, and the rest of the crew. We are celebrating you. Happy birthday for this one from uh, Charles says, Happy birthday to Patrick Lawe. Uh, Palam is a lawyer. Lawe. Uh, Lawe, yes. Palam, Palam. Um, and Dr. Patricia Attack Palam of Rich Hospital. I wish them God's grace and blessings. Wow, the two of them celebrate their birthday on the same day. Wow, that's interesting. To a darling husband and dad, Samuel Aye Ameo. Today is a special day because you and uh, you were born today. Okay, so we love you so much. Happy birthday from Ava or Eva and Anita. Uh, Serafina Davis from Sam says, Happiest uh, birthday to my sister Lillian Anna from James in uh, Michelle or camp prison mm -hmm. um, this one says happy belated birthday to precious i say azaglo daddy loves you so much it's coming in from daddy and this one says today is the birthday of two amazing people in my life my wonderful wife and partner esther ofusua and my old boy mr anna uh, and it says that uh, god bless you both for being there for the family it's coming in from uh, brother anna junior in and sarah says this morning Blessed birthday to Carl Anthony Quay. I wish you many blessings and above all, keep may God keep uh, you safe and um, loving as you do. And this one says, um, Good morning, Koku, Obuda, and the lad. Trust you all well. Mm. May I seek uh, of you to wish Nana Jo Gido. <laughs> jo Gido. Hey, what name is this? Uh, <laughs> daughter of former board chair of Asante Kotoko. Mm -hmm. A happy birthday. Little would celebrate her uh, thanks. And this one says, good morning. I have a birthday wish for my CEO. I beg I need this shout out to him mm. on CDB, CBS. Otherwise, Robolo, Dela Herman Agbo, CEO of uh, Echo, Echo Capital Investment Management, wishing God's continuous uh, increment on your life and prosperity. A final one to <clears throat> Dr. Isaac Park. We see Bonzi of Ayao Medical Center, Teman Abokobi. A happy birthday coming from VK Thompson, your patient. All right. Now, so before I get into the things I want to talk about, the Zenith Health Work is happening this Saturday, the 17th of June, 6 a.m. at Zenith Bank's head office, Independence Avenue. Because everyone is banking with us, we are inviting everyone to walk with us. Join us. Let's have fun and create memories as we keep fit and walk towards a healthy lifestyle. See you at the Zenith Health Work, Saturday, 17th June, 6 a.m. sharp. This venue is Zenith Bank head office. Zenith Bank in your best interest. At Imperial General, we believe your, assure, your insurance experience should be memorable. When you insure with us, you have peace of mind to focus on what matters because we will be there for you when the unexpected happens. Our newly introduced travel insurance policy gives you total cover for your travels outside Ghana. Talk to us for your motor engineering, accident, marine, fire bonds, all the insurance experience that you want. We will give you with a smile. Call Imperial General on 0577-667-436 or 0302-788-955. Imperial General Solid Protection. Don't forget, City Business Festival is in this week too and it's brought to you by APSA, sponsored by MTN Momo, MTN Business Bay, with support from Gersal. 
tune in at 9.05 today as we talk about um, navigating the tax maze. That's an SME. That's a big panel discussion on building resilient SME brands at 11 a.m. today with Vivian Kailoko on City Television. Meanwhile, everybody is talking about that one thing that pushes them to the next level. And with your car, it's the Shell Helix Engine Oil. Designed to bring out the best in your engine, protecting it from wear and tear, providing the power and ultimate performance needed to give you the best ride. Choose Shell Helix. Choose the lubricants in Kosuahine. Visit your local Shell station today and experience the difference for yourself. Okay, for those of you driving in and around Accra, I just wanted to play this voice clip quickly for you in case you haven't heard. Ministry of Roads and Highways, acting through Department of Urban Roads, says the flow of vehicular traffic at the southern approach of the Flowerpot Runabout in Accra will be interrupted from 13 June, which is today, to October 31, to enable the construction of a flyover onto the motorway to go on. A statement has been issued. We had, we had, we had a brief interview with Arnold Edu, resident engineer on the project, who spoke about it. Basically, we are implementing a traffic management plan so that const uh, construction of the flyover from the flower port across the Emamoto Winters Legon can be carried out. Uh, at the moment, the contractor is working um, towards the palace area, palace mall area, going down to, how to call it, the, the road leading down to Mahama Runabout. Where the four we used to have, where the, the water traffic light at the Palace Mall, that is where work is concentrated now. So that is why we've had to implement uh, certain traffic management measures so that traffic can flow and while the contractor is working together with the flatboat runabout. Uh, and this exercise is taking place from when to when and how are motorists going to be affected by this? What will be your message to motorists as well? Well, it's going to, um, from now to October, almost to the end of October, October this year, we are looking about about four months. That is how long it's going to take. And how is this going to affect motorists? And also, what will be your message to motorists as you embark on this exercise? Um, it will affect because certain rules, there have been some diversions while work is going on, you know, work is going on on the main route from Flowerport and about towards the Mahama and about and on the opposite side towards the Kemamoto Way. So certain diversions have been put in place certain rules, certain assets have been blocked. That is what is happening at the moment. So we would plead with um, motorists and also pedestrian road users, mostly the motorists, to look out for directions and signs and uh, also be patient and bear with us whilst we do our best to complete the work. Uh, as, as, as soon as possible. Great. All right, so that was uh, the resident engineer on the Motor Fiber project. And all they do, as I said, you know, we will have to, in, as a part of it, I said, let's take it like that because this project <coughs> is progressing steadily. Although, of course, this project should have been finished way long ago. This this project was started under the previous administration. 
and for four years nothing was done about it and then they continued now in 2021 so that's uh but the, the reason this project is important is that you know nathan this this part of town is becoming increasingly um um dense mm-hmm. yeah. so it's in between the lejokuku constituency and the I also West Wagon constituency and the Ladadekotopun constituency. So yeah. it's like three constituencies meet at the flower pot interchange. Um like ten years ago, Spring Touch Road was like the biggest thing happening in Ghana. <laughs> These days it's no longer the same. You did, I used Spring Touch Road over the weekend. And yeah, it's still busy, but it's not what it used to be. I A lot see. of people have moved. So what, what tends to happen in Ghana is that when people get money, they move closer into the center of town. So Spring Touch was the new the nouveau riche, but these days it's moved to different parts. East Ligon is the new Spintex. Yeah. The but the, tra- the the issue is that this flower pot interchange connects like <coughs> so Chado, mm-hmm. Bemakam, very important place, Spintex Road. Then across is East Ligon. Then you have the airport Akramo area. Yeah. It's a very dense enclave that needs a lot of intricate design. The tunnel that they did under the motorway was was good but it there's still a lot of traffic from the tunnel when you are coming from east legon okay. so there's a lot of movement from east legon into, into spintex and tessie that, that the tunnel is not big enough so the flyover is very important the flyover is very important over the over the motorway but the question is how, how are they managing the traffic flow and six months is a long time i mean june july august september october five months let's let's go back to the line and speak to the resident engineer thank you for talking to us again mr edu so the announcement said that the traffic will be interrupted between june 13 and october 31 should i take that to mean that the project will be finished in october 31 no good morning morning no the project won't be completed in uh, october it will go beyond october Presently, the completion date is supposed to be in December. But with the uh, current situation that we are putting in, current um, management plan we are putting in place, that is what is going to last up to October. What exactly are you doing that will require the diversions that you... Because I use that road almost every day. Yes. So and you've essentially blocked the traffic light that you used to... Uh, so especially you are coming from Palace or you are coming from Bema Camp, there's a traffic light that yes, used to then yes. direct. You've, you've, you, have, yes. you are working there. But what are you doing that will require that thing to be blocked for five months? From that that that, that portion, the southern part, we are, we, are, we are going to build an abatement, PS, that will support the flyover towards the uh, flower port and we continue Toward the motorway, over the motorway into East Legon. So, presently, the contractor is working around the, uh, tra- the Palace Mall traffic light, which you were talking about, all the way to Flower Port. That is where work is going on intensely at the moment. So, give me the design of the road. Those coming from Mahamaran about, if they are going to East Legon, they go over the motorway. Is that correct? That is uh, the, propo- the, the, the project. Yes. Yes, yes. Those coming from Bemakam will go over the flyover. You climb uh, just before you get to the, after the Mahamaran about to come up, before you get to where the traffic, the, the traffic light was, you climb, you start, 
you climb onto the flyover and take you all the way over the motorway. Then you descend down at the East Legon Police Station, just before the East Legon Police Station. So the flyover, when it goes over the motorway, turns right to join the boundary road onto yes. the police station. Yes. What about those coming from East Legon who want to go to Burma Camp or Teshi? Yes. Will they also they go over also, the motorway? Yes. They, they will come from... Um, what I call the... I think you are coming from Shiashi side. Shiashi. Yes. You see, you, come, you get to the, the traffic light that takes you to the, the tunnel. Yes. Yes. So from that, you will climb up part of the flyover, a ramp to join the flyover, and you head towards uh, uh, Flowerport, Palace, Demacam. What about those coming from East Legon going to Tema? Will they use the flyover? How will they, how will they land on the motorway? No, the flyover does not connect you to the motorway. So if you are coming from East Legon going to Tema, how do you get there? You you um from East Legon, you can use the present um how do you call it? Uh, the, the tunnel. The tunnel. And then go and use the the, the go to Flowerport the runabout, runabout and then join and connect to the motorway. Join to the motorway. Okay, what if you are coming from Tema and you are going to East Legon? That's what I'm saying from 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 Tema, the motorway, there is no connection to the to the flyover at the moment. Ah, so it's just a flyover the motorway. It doesn't connect the motorway directly itself. It's basically to no. to ease the no. traffic. For, I I get the point. Now yeah, the essential thing is to the traffic around Flowerport, almost if they go going to the tunnel, that is where it's going to ease up. A lot of times, and those coming from this, they're going to town. Okay. They won't have to go to the Kwashi or call concentrate on the tunnel. So okay. going to open up. Mm. Now, sir, the, 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 what we know theoretically is that when you are doing a road project like this, you yeah. must make alternative routes available. I admit that for those coming from Burma Camp towards Flowerport, there's an alternative which we've created that passes near the church. But if somebody is coming from, say, the tunnel or from Action Chapel and going towards Fat Palace and they are going to Burma Camp. I know there are some alternative rough roads between where people yeah, sell the um, vehicles. Are those rough roads in a good shape to become a diversion from the construction site? You say coming from Action going to Palace, there's a new road that has been opened up in front of Palace. Yeah, but it's part of the traffic congestion. I'm thinking about a, a, a diversion that could avoid that whole place completely. Uh, we, uh, we, we, are still, we are still looking we are still looking at ways of improving the situation we are in now as we work. So we are looking at all those options. If, 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 or now if we can create another diversion somewhere to, 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 to tackle that. Because the, the work is still going on. As I said, we are also monitoring the situation and see how best we can improve as the work goes on. Finally, I noticed that the Spintex Road extension you've done, which connects um, you to the the new uh, JMP's uh, fuel station, you've you've done some which, three new which, routes. Which fuel, which fuel station? What I'm saying is that from the shell at the 
road construction. There's a new okay, road you've okay. done all the way, which is like an alternative to Spintex Road. But yes, that yes. road hasn't been fully opened yet. What's the plan for that road? And how does it connect to this project? Um, actually, um, that road is another that road is another project. It is not part of what I am working on at the moment. But it is part of the grand scheme for the whole the whole area. So there's that another contractor working on that. So I'm not very but uh, but eventually you will link their project to yours because yeah yeah yes 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 it's going to be linked from that road you come to a runabout just in front of Palace Mall that will be created so it's going to be linked at as I said it's being handled by a different contractor so I am not very sure right. about the plans right. for that finally sir before you announce this your in um, disruptions. Yesterday, yes. there was so much traffic. And in fact, for those who even use the Mahama Road into chain homes towards Chado and Teshi, the Chado runabout was just crazy. The, uh, the, 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 the cemetery. Yes. After, no, not the cemetery. Where you continue after chain homes all the way to the end. There's a runabout that takes you to Chado on the right and Teshi, Tebibiano on the left for those who go to Teshi. Yes. Now, that Tebibiano interchange, there's a very rough patch that causes so much traffic. My question is, if you are going to make such a major interruption, should we not be patching some other potholes in other connected routes? Because there's imported traffic all over the area. If you look on the Google map yesterday, mm. everywhere was red. Te- Chado was red. Teshi Tebibiano was red. I mean, Berman Camp was red. All because of this, your road project. So, <laughs> I-, I don't know whether that's question one. Number two, how are you working with the police to ensure that this new traffic they would attach a, a, a greater sense of urgency to their traffic management because sometimes they it'd be like they are tired or something and the, the cars just pile up and people just are frustrated so we, 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 are, we are working with the police they are part of um i mean we, we, they, they support us very well they are they've been part of our discussions that we have to to, to put in place this management plan so they are part. They are. They, they, we are working with them, and we do have regular meetings with them. Yeah. Now back to your first question. Um, I, I would, we will have to look at that. We uh, are not aware of that situation, so we will have a, have a look at it and see what we can do to make the situation a bit yeah. better. And while, and while you are doing that, why you are doing that as well? When you are from the cemetery all the way to Chad runabout, there's no U-turn on that road. So, and I'll, and I'll give you an example. If somebody lives in Chain Homes and they need to come to town, lives where? Where? Ch- Chain Homes, Chain Homes is on the Mahama stretch. If if they have uh, to come towards, to towards uh, Chadu. yes, if they have to come to town, they have to go all the way to the Chad runabout. There's no U-turn on that road, mm. and there's so much traffic at that Chad runabout because of your road construction. So somebody could spend sometimes 30 minutes just to turn at a runabout and come back to town. Come back. And I don't know whether temporarily you can create some U-turns to make it easier. Because trust me, it's a very complicated situation in that enclave because uh, of this road project. Okay, well, um, um, we'll, we'll, get inside the, um, we'll get the Department of Urban Road to have a look at the situation and see what can be done. Because uh, as like I said, We've just started, so we are still having a look and see how best we can improve 
situation. Okay. I, in fact, I can volunteer and come and show you the road myself. <laughs> what you should do. So <laughs> if you want me to come, I'll come. But trust me, we are very happy with the road project because we know it will, it's a very important project in a fast developing yeah. area. So we appreciate what you are doing. You work during the rain. You work at weekends. We see what you are doing. And it's a very, very good job you are doing. But we just want to say that you must let the information flow better because a lot of the commuters did not know about this until they got caught in the traffic right yes we saw the signboards but we should yeah. have used the medium being last week to announce in fact in some countries they will be giving you prior notice a week or two ahead so i want to urge you to keep engaging so that people will know what to do if they don't have to go to town they'll even stay home because the okay. traffic is so much but we appreciate what you are yeah. doing and we thank you so much for your time uh, project uh, overseer arnold edu thank you so much for talking to us thank you uh, you're welcome so that was a uh, resident engineer on the motorway flyover project sky as I, I keep saying that even though it's a it's an inconvenient, we are better than you. <laughs> so yes, you have yes, you there. Yes, I didn't even add my yeah, And as for girlfriend and the people on the Obiti Villam they are they, they, they have Oh they know they know they inside. And so for lying, those people they have forgotten. <laughs> that. You know, but a lot of people who use that road are not happy because the traffic is very serious. Yeah, in fact, there's a driver who uses that corridor a lot and he knows that place inside out. A good friend of this um, station. So Yesuto is listening. He works with Orca. And then he says that, good morning. Please tell the listeners to use alternative routes. Um, if you are coming from Spintex, mm -hmm. turn right at the DBS Junction uh -huh. or GT Bank Junction uh -huh. and use the back of the Bank of Ghana to uh -huh. join the runabout. Yes. You could also use the Accra Mall from town and yeah. enter motorway to yes. Flowerport and yes. then East Lake. Very important point. If you are, Let me tell you, if you are coming from Siasi, mm -hmm. Achimota, Jogulu, and you are going to... Teshi mm -hmm. or Spintex Road. You don't need to use a cram more. Just hit the motorway, drive two kilometers. Mm -hmm. There's actually a, a, a legal right turn mm -hmm. from the motorway onto Flowerport, mm -hmm. which has now been opened. opened okay. So when you turn right, you go straight through Flowerport mm -hmm. and you hit Mahama Runabout. Mm -hmm. Or you can then make a, 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 a left and okay. go and hit Spintex. So, so, so what if you are going, not say onto the main Spintex Road, but along that stretch, you know, from palace inside mm -hmm. and you're going somewhere there it means you need so to there, find there are two things you can do you can either even continue to 18 diversion so if you if you are hitting it like if you're going to nungwa mm -hmm. or tem attaching areas mm -hmm. you don't even need to use flowerpot just hit the motorway and go till community 18 junction okay there's this right turn that takes you to I, I, i'm asking you know the stretch that has like china more oh, Melcom or no, Cardo's no, places. just go by bicycle <laughs> that, that place they just take a bike uh -huh, yeah okay Scott, the other thing I'll say is that, you know, I was driving on that road on Sunday, yeah? Mm -hmm. Like, the place that, you know, in because Samens used to live there, mm -hmm. I used to go there a lot. A lot yeah. Like, so many shops selling home mm -hmm. appliances. Mm -hmm. Yes, not no, no home appliances. Oh, like, like interior decor, yeah. fixtures, you know, those things. What, there are a couple of things that came to me. On one hand, we are saying that businesses are overwhelmed with taxes. But businesses are booming. Like, and a lot of them are import business. So they are, they are bringing in, like, Chairs, things from Turkey, tiles, lights, China, desks. Sky. When you when you when you walk, for, you know there's a place called Bank of Ghana. Mm -hmm. Walk on that road to Kwakula Roundabout. <laughs> take a pen and a paper and start writing the companies you see. Mm. Sky. A lot of home, Plan, mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. fixtures and fittings, yes. home base, plenty. And the truth is that most of those things are not made here. They are imported. You know, and it's funny because we are we are complaining about the economy. But I can tell you that on the house, home side, 
there's a lot like you went you want to buy a lamp for your room you want to buy chairs you want to yes. buy curtains yes. you That's want to buy because a lot a lot of those shops from equipment <laughs> you want to buy spare parts for your 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 long mower but the fact is that sky people i told you here before, that a lot a lot of money is being hidden unexplained wealth a lot of uh money is being laundered and the other thing is that sky yeah the size of the you see government in the past you have small companies mm. when you hit this fintech road from from the from the Bank of Ghana, you are having Coca-Cola. like super stores mm-hmm. from palace like when i talk about super store like when you enter the shop you can say eh, and you'll, no, you'll yeah. hear your voice that's true they, that's true big. that's true and they are bringing so my question is how come these companies are so big and yet we claim that there's no money? Number two, how come all these things are imported and we are not making any of them you here? See, so, you see, there are genuine businesses and there are people doing genuine business. Um, that should not be taken away from them. But as I told you before, the fact is, you know, a lot of money is being hidden. A lot of money is being laundered. A lot of money is being cleaned. You don't have evidence. I'm not. I'm, I've not made a specific. Too. Okay, you are using your journalistic side. <laughs> you see, and, and you know that my expertise is in the in the area of fraud and economic crime. So I know hey! a lot of my. Hey! Oh yeah, Coco no, Coco. Yeah, but you know that. You know. <laughs> I'll give you ten minutes to deal with this matter <laughs> okay. because as I drove on the Spintex Road mm. on Sunday, oh yeah, I was telling so someone that. Ah, chala that's the it's truth. one that's it's, why it's one the big shop but, but, but the other thing too was that even though the shops were big i didn't see too many people do uh-huh. <laughs> so you see many of these new buildings are happening in town right plush buildings yet nothing is happening in them Charlie, nobody's living in them they're, they're empty the size of the building yeah. you should you need, oh, no. you need like thousand people to be yes. shopping there for it to make yeah. sense but some are doing well Take and show me that trend is to you. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, look how no, no, no. Like, for example, Melcom is doing really, really well. Like, they've opened some superstores. Yes. Like, on that road, there's a huge Melcom. There's a huge Melcom. I saw another Melcom. There's a at, new uh, Orca near, near the Pastor Wingham's church. Uh-huh. Oh. And they are big superstores. Okay. You know, last last two years, we did a, a survey between Palace, China Mall, and Melcom. Mm. I think Melcom is in a comfortable lead now. In terms of its. Uh, Sky. Like, you see. And- Ten, uh, two years ago, we did this discussion. China Mall had an offering that they sell wholesale price to retail, mm-hmm. and they have huge shops. Mm-hmm. But China Mall are not that many. Mm-hmm. What Melcom has done is that Melcom is everywhere. So these two giants from the east. And Melcom, Melcom is from here. No, but is it not uh, what they call an Indian Run company? By Indian. It's an Indian company. Indian. And then you have the Chinese also running ah, okay. China more. So that it's like China versus India. Yeah, that's right. So these are but Melcom. What I want to say about Melcom though is that Melcom is like second or third generation guy. Yes, Melcom yeah. has been here for over hundred years. Mm. And the other point is that Melcom have now like smaller units. Mm-hmm. So you, like, it, good, like Tesco. Tesco, yeah. So yeah. Melcom is now your Tesco. Tesco Express. Then. Sky, Melcom is everywhere. Yeah. And when you Plus, enter the shop, anything you need, you get. Plus they've they've they, they've managed to get other arms and legs so they have like eat trees art kitchen that kind of thing is a serious they something have, like a fashion and the shop and the design of the shop even looks different when you go you waste all your money <laughs> you buy you you you, you, you buy everything window shopping don't take there. and don't take your children you take your children you <laughs> They say when you go to the the, the shopping mall with your wife and you are holding the the hands tight. It's not because it's you not love because her. you love her like that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
All right, let's get into the, the segment brought to you by Vodafone. Exciting news from Vodafone Cash. We now allow payments to all merchant numbers on other networks. Dial star 110 hash, select option one and send money. Option two to other networks and follow the prompts to send money. <coughs> and of course, the segment is also brought to us by FBN. Invites you, our female entrepreneurs and professionals, to sign up for the first gem account designed for women age 18 and above. You can open a personal savings or current first gem account. And this will entitle you to attractive and exciting benefits. Call 059-692-1921. Go to fbmbankghana.com for more details. Nathan, sorry for taking all your time. Yeah, what is that's trending? Fine. Well, you have a lot of uh, sport-related trends. On the football side, Sheikh Jassim, Man United, all trending. Uh, because they are, yesterday there were reports saying that um, some outlets in Qatar we're reporting that Sheikh Jassim's bid for Man United had gone through. It, will, are, it will fall through. We are yet to confirm. It will go through. It will fall through. That. So that's uh, it's generating a lot of other trends. Qatar in is trending. You want, you want Arab money. I thought you were critical of Qatar. So that, so that who, should, who should be poor? You there, you want no, me, I'm only, the I'm, me, I'm, me, I'm only indicating what is in the truth. I, I have no stance. Me, I'm re, I really don't care. We pour sand into the everything. On the basketball side of things, uh, Serbia is trending. Why is Serbia trending? Well, the MVP for the 2023 NBA Finals, Nikola Jokic, is mm. from Serbia. So yes. that's how come Serbia is trending. His teammate Jamal Murray is equally trending. And, the and two you know that the tennis number one is also from Serbia. Yes, Nova Djokovic. I saw a post that a country with such a small population producing some great athletes. Charlie. Yes. The same thing with Croatia. Very skilled, yeah. very, very yeah. cultured yeah. athletes. So, so, those are the, so those are the things dominating a lot of the trends. So some tech news. Now, Linda Yakarino mm -hmm. is the new boss of Twitter. She has outlined her plans for what she calls uh, Twitter 2.0 mm -hmm. after taking over from Elon Musk a week ago. So where is Uncle Elon? Well, he's still around, but now Madame Yakarino is handling matters. Now, she says the company is on a mission to become the world's most accurate real-time information source. Mm. Since Mr. Musk bought Twitter last year, it has faced criticism over its approach to tackling disinformation. Last month, the company lost its head of trust and safety and pulled out of the EU's disinformation code. But Ms. Yakarino has echoed Mr. Musk's goal that Twitter must transform the global t uh, town square. Town square. <laughs> no, Charlie. But the interview request has not been responded to. No, you, we, 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 you have we, to boost the post. We, we, we still, you have we, to boost it. We still, we. <laughs> <laughs> you have to boost it. <laughs> <laughs> This is the, the, the City Breakfast Show. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City situation. Everybody's speculating. They say, what have we done to deserve this constant changing? Father, Father, hear us. First we trust the failures. I say, look to the Lord for salvation and he shall redeem you. Lord, I'm getting frustrated. Yes, I'm losing my patience. I've been waiting for so long. How long will this go on for? Got my back against the wall. I've been waiting for so long. 60 minutes past eight. 
Some business owners in the country have since been on government to reconsider numerous taxes they pay right from source of their raw materials through import duties to production, packaging and selling their finished goods. The business captains claim government is deliberately targeting them as a soft spot for its revenue mobilization because they are formalized. Business owners have intensified their calls on government to either review or scrap some of the taxes. After several attempts to get the government attention to scrap the COVID health recovery levy from the list of taxes businesses pay, the president recently pleaded with Ghanaians to keep paying the COVID-19 levy despite the pandemic having been declared to be over. I'm reading from the uh, front page of the Economy Times. The COVID levy that was introduced to help fill some of the expenditure holes might not be the most popular tax, but I entreat all of you to bear with us, the president pleaded. However, the Guta has said it is not opposed to government increasing its revenue, rather they want the COVID levy expunge. President Joseph Boateng, Joseph Obing, explained that the association is not opposed to taxes, including the e-levy, noting the e-levy as the structured now is okay and it will help expand the tax net. But the COVID levy is what needs to be taken out of the table to help lessen the burden of businesses. The Guta president said the COVID levy is deemed as a nuisance tax now that the COVID era is gone. The government imposed the COVID levy on the supply of goods and services and imports to raise revenue to support COVID-19 expenditures and provide for related matters. Within eight months of coming into implementation, the levy accrued 779.93 million CDs, according to fiscal data released by the Ministry of Finance on 22nd April 2022. All right, I'm going to do some announcements. I want to, I'm going to check... Um, you know, there's this data the Bank of Ghana releases mm-hmm. every quarter about economic activity. Mm-hmm. The last time I checked for March, everything was 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 going down except travel to Ghana and a few other things like mm-hmm. SNIT payments. Mm-hmm. So we'll check again to see how to measure economic activity. Mm-hmm. Whether what I saw on the Spintex group when I traveled there, on, when I went through on Saturday, on Sunday, was the reality. Mm-hmm. Big shops opening, selling home equipment, <coughs> lots of new places to shop. Of course, it was a Sunday. I didn't see too many people buying. But how do you reconcile the newly opening shops and outlets with people's claim that they don't have money? We'll deal with that shortly. But Nathan has a few announcements to make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in life, uh, you have to insist on the best. And when you find it, please stick to it. Bell Pack paper tissue is one of the best things in life. Bell Pack has cereals that are soft but not weak, strong but not hard, just perfect. Switch to Bell Pack today and experience the perfect paper tissue. Now, to be a distributor, call Bell Pack on 0551. 0551-144-400 Bell Pack Paper Tissue is another quality product from Belacqua. Now Father's Day is approaching and fathers are heroes and Caveman Watches is putting together a great package for all fathers. Now talking about Caveman Watches though, it's a global standard. New York Times endorsed made in Ghana watch brand. That makes bespoke premium watches right here in Ghana. Visit their showroom and factory at Adrian by GPS Caveman Watches and order a customized watch for that special father figure in your life. And for the first time ever, they're running a 10% discount on all watches until the 19th of June. So visit their website, Caveman Watches, or find them on all social media platforms at Caveman Watches, or call them on 0557-516-744 now. Caveman Watches, be remembered. Situation. All right, uh, Bayport Savings and Loans has a question for you. Can you really call it savings or investment if all you can do or if all you keep doing is paying charges on accounts? 
At Bayport, we believe an investment account should make you more money. That is why our fixed deposit has been the preferred choice for most Ghanaians for the last two decades. Convenience and peace of mind are redefined as you enjoy guaranteed maximum returns on every CD invested. Call us on 0302-745-454. Bayport, your future now. This is the final notice from TDC to all debtors and grant rent, ground rent defaulters of TDC Development Company. All debtors and defaulters of lands purchase, lands management fees, license fees and ground rent, as well as office and shop rent and house rent are advised to make payments before the end of this month to avoid the repossession and the recovery of these properties you can pay through gcb bank nationwide or use short code star 737 star 46 hash or pay at the tdc head office near olam high school or Simon sub office you may also call 059-691-3236 sky there's like there's something i don't understand <clears throat> so i i am not the realities don't work mm-hmm. so we just read a story that says businesses say that they are they are struggling them. all right now when you go to the when you go to the economic data Mm -hmm. the real cumulative index of economic activity is called the real ciea Mm -hmm. real cumulative index of economic activity if you look at from 2021 january to 2021 july to 2022 january 2022 july it's been declining so the cumulative index of economic activity has been declining <clears throat> and is now even negative, mm-hmm. right? In March, it was um, zero, negative 6.4%. Now it's around that figure, mm-hmm. right? It's come down, all right? And I'm looking at May statistics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you put economic activity together, there's a decline. So the economy is contracting, mm-hmm. things are declining. So it's called the real CIEA, mm-hmm. cumulative index of economic activity. Now, this this matches about three data points. Port activity. Yep. Port activity, which is container traffic for March 2023, was 54,000. So imports and exports. It's come down. Again, if you take January 2021, it was around 62,000. It went up August 2021 to around 74,000. Then it came all the way down to 50,000 mm. in January 2022. Over 20,000. It came to about 44,000 mm. around end of December. Mm-hmm. It's recovering, but it's downward trend. Mm-hmm. All right, so if you take the beginning of 2021, down. port activity is on a downward trend. And we know why, because the port charges are so high yeah. i've been trying to buy a car for the past one year i've decided i'm not going to buy it mm-hmm. because i can't afford the, the port charge it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. by the way I, when i finished calculating the the tax on the car i said i'll just use the car i have like that mm-hmm. all right so port activity is trending downwards and you also have you know neighboring countries using other ports in the so area. people are preferring togo mm-hmm. and other places number three cement sales mm-hmm. now this is why i'm baffled cement sales is coming down as well again if you look at January 2021, look at the figure. Mm-hmm. The trend is downwards. Although things are recovering, I need to say that for all the data sets I'm using, after March, things started recovering. So we are recovering in all the data sets from April, things started moving upwards. So the question to listeners is that has your personal economy started improving since April? Because when you take the Ghana statistics, although things are much worse today, mm-hmm. 
than they were at the beginning of 2021. Mm -hmm. Things appear to be recovering today compared to March. Do you get the logic? Mm -hmm. So it's like March 2023 was the trough. All right. Things came down uh, to March and now they started going up again. Mm -hmm. But the question is, are things going up for you? Let me know. <laughs> but two key points. Cement sales are coming down. Yep. If you look at 2021 to now, port traffic is coming down. Job adverts. They've gone down. They, they vacillated. The peak we got was 2021 July. Mm -hmm. Job adverts were about 4,000. Now it's around 2,500. It's come down. Again, it's recovering from March upwards. Mm -hmm. But the trend is downwards. What, what baffles me is that industrial consumption of electricity is going up. You know, it doesn't make sense because mm -hmm. if, if... People are not buying so much cement. No, if... This is, my, this is my theory. If your real cumulative index of economic activity is coming down, mm -hmm. it means that when you put all economic activity, manufacturing... Generally. buying and selling if it's on a decline and it's actually less than zero how come electricity consumption and this is in gigawatts this is not in cities so this this is not this is not sensitive to tariff this, this is the raw power they are, they are using are there specific industries that are doing well uh, which are an exception to the general you know indications we're seeing here it's a very good question because Electricity consumption should not be counter-cyclical. Electricity consumption should be in line with economic activity. Yeah. So electricity consumption, and if it is easy to listen, you tell me whether people are just using more power. But look at the chart. In January 2021, it was about 240 gigawatts. Mm -hmm. It went all the way to a peak of about two, about 315 That's in March. Mm -hmm. That's before it came down a bit and it's gone up again. 3.15 from 2.40. Good. Wow. Something else I need to show you. Mm -hmm. Passenger arrivals is the only thing that has been going up. In terms of from the, the airport? The trend for passenger arrivals from January 2021 to January 2023 is upward. So more people, since, more COVID, people since, COVID, since COVID was declared over, people are coming to Ghana. There was a slight dip between December 2021 mm -hmm. And January 2022, but it's recovered again. So passenger traffic as of March is 86,000. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. The other thing that is troubling me no, is we'll that... hold it there because today's the Daily Graphic the did yeah, a story yeah. on tourist arrival search mm -hmm. on US. They are from USA, India, Nigeria, mm -hmm. and China. They are the top. And it's going up. And it's going up in the first quarter. But what I was interested in was where are they going once they are here? Because... Mm -hmm. Chinese tourists? So that is a very good point. <laughs> you, 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 know, you know the problem. In Ghana? You see, the graphic should be careful because you see, the Bank of Ghana uses passenger arrivals. Not tourism. Passenger arrivals is a more realistic measure of inflow. Flow, yes. Now, the person can self identify as a tourist, but you need to down triangulate with the visits to tourist sites to check if they're actually tourists. But, which is why I am asking this question because this is actually coming from the Ghana Tourism Authority, which is why my next question was, where have where they been are they visiting? Going? Yeah. Because I've seen uh, some data on expenditure, mm -hmm. which is why we need a bit yeah, more... Yeah, because China, China, to come to Ghana for tourist visits is weird. Yeah, so they are camouflaging most likely. So they have tourist visas. Yeah, some people are So coming. they are marking tourist uh -huh. visas there. No, what you need to do is to ask the tourist 
authority, whether they use just Tories verses or they actually use verses to Tories sites to confirm this. No, you see, the, it is one thing coming into a country claiming that you are a tourist, uh -huh. visiting a few sites, and then not leaving after your your visa expires or when you were due to leave yeah. the country. Right. And then uh, getting involved in businesses. I mean, we some of our people do it. They travel to US or Canada. They or, yeah, they say they are tourists. They, they, are going to do, they are going to work in a <laughs> yeah. daily factory. Exactly. Okay, I get that. Sky, I just want to go back to this. Go, guys, I'm saying, this, this is my point. Mm. The real... The, cum the real cumulative index of economic activity is on decline. So the economy is declining. Mm -hmm. And cement sales have been on an everlasting decline. Look at it. And cement sales, for me, is the most accurate measure, measure of the construction sector. Mm -hmm. All right. Cement sales was at, um, put it under, it was at around 200 and Around around three hundred and twenty thousand. Mm -hmm. It peaked mid twenty twenty one around four hundred. Mm -hmm. It's been declining. Then around January twenty twenty three it went up. Twenty twenty one went up a bit. Mm -hmm. Look at the decline. That's Cement sales are on the. It's like nobody's building. Mm -hmm. All right. No. I've already told you that port activity is declining. Mm -hmm. Three things that are going up that I don't understand. Industrial consumption electricity is going up. Mm -hmm. SNIT contributions have gone up or not now? Are going up. <laughs> so SNIT is doing something right because uh -huh. SNIT contributions are moving from a low of below 200 million mm -hmm. to over 315 million. So SNIT has been on an upward trend. So is it because of the work they are doing with the informal sector? Most they likely? began that only last week, only last, last month. Last month. It can't explain the, the sharp. Slate so has to come and explain because you know these statistics are called high frequency economic indicators. There may be local reasons why slate contributions may be going up. Mm -hmm. Again, as from an economics perspective, slate contributions are a measure of incomes. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So high income, high contribution. So is it that people are getting higher salaries and they are not they are not declaring it and yet they are paying higher slate? Because if you put the total slate contributions from 2021 January, the gradient is steep, it's steep and it's yeah. pointing northwards. Northwest, yeah. So obviously, there's something positive going on in people's incomes. Now, the, the one that baffles me the most is the second chart. Which is the one in red. Yes, retail sales and domestic VAT collection. <laughs> so this, this, is, this for me is the summary of Ghana. Okay. The blue chart is retail sales. How much we are selling. Now, describe the chart. It's flat. Flat, yeah. So it means that people are not buying. Mm -hmm. All right, retail sales is flat. The gradient is close to zero. It's flat. But domestic VAT collection is up. It's going up. How do you explain that? That's why the story that this paper did is correct. The story that uh, the Zahu do is correct. So, so they're so, hustling them. So what, what the Zahu is telling you is mm -hmm. that people are not buying, yet yeah, the government is stressing people for tax. And this is the BOG's. Uh, later, later, look at this. So that is not that's I'm, I'm you didn't do economics. <laughs> this this line, what's this line called? The blue line is called what? It's called retail sales. Yeah. It means that this is people buying. Yes. This is consumption expenditure. Yeah. How do you describe the line? Retail sales, the blue line is almost flat line. Yes. It it's rose a bit and then it's just flat. It's just flat. Right? Mm -hmm. So from 2021 January to 2023 January. It's almost the same. Really so people are not buying. Mm -hmm. 
So it's not surprising that real economic activity is coming down. Yet VAT collection is going up. So are these areas they are collecting? Or, yeah, because they've, they have they've, be some, increased, they've increased they've VAT the tax rate. The you tax see, rate, okay. and they are uh-huh. now, they so are that's now, why they are now, they are now harassing both for tax. Yes. So my point is that in eight slides, we know no, how much. No, one, two, three, four, four three, three, nine. nine. In nine charts, I can tell you that Ghana's economy doesn't make sense. There's something wrong. I'm telling you. Let's let's look at the electricity. Let's let's look at the electricity. Uh, thing how again. do you have an economy that real economic growth? It's negative. Yet people are spending more electricity. People are contributing more cement. Cement sales are down. Port in port traffic is down. People are not buying. Yet tax collection is up. Wasn't the VAT formula adjusted recently? So, so, so the we are paying more VAT now. Yes, you are yes, paying more. Not because people have money. So so that means that you are stifling companies because you see the company's income or revenue is what they work with to pay anything. Mm-hmm. If between January twenty twenty one. And March 2023, your retail sales is low, mm-hmm. and yet you are collecting more tax. You are destroying the businesses. Let, That's what the chart says. Yeah. So the explanation you gave for the the, the VAT collection, mm-hmm. how about we apply the same principle to the uh, ECG situation? Is it that because we have seen recent movements on illegal connections, that may well explain why there's an upward trend in, in terms of the the amount see, of the, my being the ECG issue is the power, not the ta- is if so is the real if ECG has said revenue, mm-hmm. then I'll say you are right. But this is power being used, power being used by industries, and the power being used by industry is rising. So they are so this is what it means. They are using more power mm-hmm. to do what to produce to produce goods that people are not buying because. See, consumption of power by industry is our production capacity. Mm-hmm. It just means that people, uh, two things, the cost of production in Ghana is too high. Mm-hmm. So if you produce anything in Ghana, it makes more sense to import it. Because if you are going to produce something and you're going to use that manpower to produce it, and yet people are not going to buy it, then what's and the going point? to tax you more. What's the point? Yes, so what I'm saying is that based on these nine charts that the BOD has released in May, mm-hmm. The economy doesn't make sense. What's happening in the industrial zones? Uh, what, how do we even call them? The ones, free zones. the free zones. Is, is there? Can we get some insight from what's happening at the, within the free zones? The, the free zones concept, I don't understand it fully, so I don't even want to venture. <laughs> because the idea is produce, send well, it export. out. Yeah. So if it is not going to be domesticated in sense of domestic consumption of the same, would it account for the increased use <laughs> of power? And the possibly, you see, the, the, the possibly, point but okay, but if you are going to export more, mm-hmm. then there should be a revenue benefit. So we can go back to the macro data and see the point I need to make is that mm-hmm. in all the things I've described, inflation has been on an upward trend up until beginning of this year. So the inflation peaked in December and, then, and started falling. Food and non-food inflation peaked in December, started falling. Mm-hmm. Monthly headline inflation also started falling. Exchange rates also peaked in December, started falling. Same for CD, same for Euro, same for Pound. So you can also say that the recovery we are seeing from around March, there, there is a relationship between mm. that once the monetary starts looking better, the real sector recovery, real sector recovery is not that great. So if you, if you look at the consumption, for example, retail sales, it rose a little in December because of Christmas and it came back down again. Mm-hmm. 
But my worry is how tax collection is going up so much. Yeah. People are not buying. Power is being consumed so much. I wish there was a pro- if there was a chart on production, mm-hmm. like um, maybe that's the real CIE growth. It's down. Yeah, and, and then also, if we connect that to the port activities, again, if people are really producing and exporting within the free zone, it should impact exports, no? Ex- yes, but... So, a container activities at the port... Yeah, but port, was... very important. So, our port activity, we are an import-dependent country. Mm-hmm. So, when your port activity is down, I am assuming that it means that because port charges are high, mm-hmm. importers are opting not to use our port mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. number two mo- most of what we produce is raw material mm-hmm. so our exports are not that diversified mm-hmm. so we are a net importer mm-hmm. so a lower port activity doesn't necessarily inure to our benefit because we don't produce enough anyway mm-hmm. all right so i think the number you should be looking at these are the two things you're looking at the real economic growth rate which is down mm-hmm. and then the retail sales which is also flat Apart from that, everything else is a contributory factor. I wanted to just come to a few other charts. External developments, cocoa price rising, Brent crude falling. So you, should, you, 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 you would have thought that it would give a windfall to the country. Cocoa price is rising. Mm-hmm. Brent crude is coming down. Gold price is rising. And our gold production is rising. Gold and cocoa are your main revenue sources. So you should have more money, mm-hmm. spend less on your imports. imports. Okay. Total exports. Look at the chart. It's 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 not. It's, it's flat. It's it's almost like it's vacillating. So total export is not. It's not a steep gradient. So there's nothing there. Imports similar. Imports have really declined from twenty. In fact, you can say that the biggest dip in imports was when we had our currency crisis mm-hmm. in October. Yeah. Imports have just come down. Balance of trade, is checked. Gross yeah. international reserves. Look at that. Down. down import cover down. down net international reserves down so this is the stock of money we have to buffer against and this is very similar to you see this chart gross international reserves is very similar to this chart mm-hmm. real economic growth rate so that tells you that the economy is not doing well all right banking sector indicators you have them so listeners i just want to know how businesses are making it so uh sources are suggesting that uh, mm-hmm. what we're seeing with the vast situation is because there is more efficient collection of vat okay and that the pilot of the evat uh, system has mm-hmm. shown major growth mm. uh, also uh, the source suggests that we should wait uh till we see the additional large tax players uh, who are to be uh, added to the system and then also all Melcom shops are now in the EVAT monitoring system as part of the pilot. So, so which is why they are seeing the domestic VAT collection go up. go up. But my point is that if government is collecting more taxes and retail sales are flat, inevitably businesses will collapse. That's just the point because you are not selling. And if you are not selling... So, but, but tax, uh, you know, VAT is based on what is sold, isn't it? Yeah, but that's why if you raise the rate. So I can buy this phone. Uh-huh. Yesterday, 400 CDs. Mm-hmm. And the tax really? VAT was 12%. Mm-hmm. If you raise the VAT to 20%, I'll buy the same phone tomorrow for 100 CDs, but I'm paying 20%. Yeah, I understand that. My, my question is more to do with what the source is claiming. That if they are more efficient, then the efficiency should have some relationship with what is being sold on the market. The only thing we can prove is the rate. 
efficiency they can say they are efficient how do you measure it what uh-huh. you and i know is that they raise their battery uh-huh. so for the same goods sold they will collect, they more, collect money. more money and i'm saying that when you do that which i agree with you are stifling the company mm-hmm. because the cost of production has not reduced mm-hmm. so if somebody is selling 10 phones and he used to pay 100 cities mm-hmm. and he's selling the same 10 phones and he's now paying 200 cities mm-hmm. you are destroying the business that's the simple way whether they are efficient or not me i don't know the truth is that they raise the rate of taxes and that's why Elon Musk is telling you that business owners are overwhelmed with many taxes, and people are not buying. I mean, people. What was the last time you took your family to shop? Mm. What was the last time you took your family? The to last shop? time I tried that trash. <laughs> wait, wait. What happened? I spent close to a thousand Ghana cedis just to buy some a few, you know, nuggets and some yeah. other things at the mall. The, the way the, the, <laughs> And I was asking myself what's going on here. Most of the money, what the most like of that? the money you know, most of the money you spend in your house is based on food. Mm-hmm. Because once you finish feeding, you finish paying the bills, finish paying the school fees. I mean, think about Tell it. it. So you are not buying. So this this data is true. You are not buying. Medicine, medicine. Yes. I, I went to the to the to pharmacy. By the time I left the pharmacy, I was I was out of pocket by some eight hundred Ghana cedis. Now, I was asking myself, I mean, so the people who are not within my bracket, for instance, yeah. it, let's assume that I am doing, you know, fairly okay by Ghanaian standards, uh, even if that is not, not, not the case. What, what the people who are down below there, how are they surviving? Be- because these they are, are they regular... Are, they, are, they, are, they, are, they are surviving by the grace of God yeah. and by also depending on people like you. Which is why the statistical service will tell you that the dependency ratio mm-hmm. is also high. So, for example, for you one income earner in a, another country, if you are living in the UK, you probably have four or five dependents or six. Mm-hmm. You probably have ten dependents. Mm-hmm. So all those guys who depend on you for fifty CD momo, hundred CD momo, two hundred CD momo, that's why your 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 grey hair is coming. <laughs> that's why your grey hair is coming. So it it's proved by the. To be fair, when you take the BOG data, mm-hmm. you take the GSS data. You see a lot of things mm-hmm. which which are true. All right. When you take BOG and you take um, um because the last time the 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 the, the CGSS released data on labor, employment and dependency and those things, it tells you income earners are under stress. Mm-hmm. Because they're having to fend for people who they don't have to fend for because they are not getting jobs. Mm-hmm. Employment growth is very flat. Okay, but let's read some of the comments that are coming in. Let me go to these ones on Twitter before we go to what's happening on WhatsApp. So this one from uh, uh, Fatal says, A more efficient monitoring by ECG and DRA is what is influencing the spike in electricity consumption and more tax contributions for fear of prosecution. Similar situation with SNIT contributions as well. Um, tweeting at <coughs> us this morning. And this one from James Abankwam says that Ben Koku, tax collection is going up partly due to GRE closing loopholes that enabled some businesses to evade tax. Importers mm-hmm. and retailers who hitherto evaded tax are unable to do so as much as they did previously. Um, you should invite Ghana Revenue Authority uh, for you yeah. to... Uh, don't forget that, Sky, don't forget that the, the tax people are also doing something. Eh? Mm-hmm. They will be there, no? They say they are coming to audit you. Mm-hmm. you are, maybe you are, we are in 2023, they will say, oh, this is kind of cool. 2021 want to do an audit to be sure you pay the right tax. And then they'll... To go back. What tax now? They'll say you owe 200,000. Lump sum. Then you go and beg. You say, ah, how do I owe 200,000? I say, when we do the tax audit, you realize I didn't pay tax of something, something. 
By the time you finish back and forth, you pay like hundred thousand. Charlie, we need a And <laughs> so it's part. So the tax audit is there. Mm-hmm. The tax rate is also there. Okay. And this one too says that. Um, so what has she done about chairman? Then uh, okay, that's 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 about something else. So this one says Ben Koku, government increased salaries by thirty percent earlier this year. The VAT formula was adjusted, so we pay more VAT now. That may explain the situation. Uh, more comments are coming in. Let me take some of them coming in via. Okay, Nathan would do as a honest. All right, uh, very interesting. Uh, this one says, as Ghanaians, we have just learned how to live with less. Says the country is fried. Hey, <laughs> this one says, hello. Maybe power consumption has gone up due to illegal connections. Note, you said the data was in gigawatts. Yes. Not CDs. Yes. Looking at the hard and difficult economic conditions, I tell you, people will look for ways and means to tap free power. But this is industrial consumption of power. As reported by the BOG, so it means that they get it directly from the ECG. So, what? if industry, so <laughs> look, okay. look, the so, industries won't stop working, you understand. Mm-hmm. So, like you're saying, maybe they are producing for a different market, maybe they are producing for export. or they are becoming less knows. efficient, or maybe they are becoming less efficient using more power to produce the you same know. goods. But on the other hand, the data, or they are producing the goods and nobody's buying them. Uh-huh. I was coming to that. That's what I'm saying. That the factories, the factories will work. But How as to whether people will buy, uh-huh. that's a different story altogether. I don't know. You I'm never know. The data on the sheet, the pink sheet. Look, maybe there's a market that is buying and it's not us. Mm. A, f- a few more. This one uh, says, I can ex- give you possible reasons for the increase in VAT vis-a-vis the flat retail sales. One, there's an increase in compliance. Even from the demographic of businesses we service, most of them are now paying VAT when they were not doing that previously. Okay. What's interesting is that businesses are paying the VAT from their current sales mm-hmm. and not passing it on to the customers because demand will stall. That makes sense. So many businesses are absorbing the VAT charges and levies to keep their businesses as a going concern. That could explain why industries are still functioning okay. or they are still producing. Um Hi, Bernard. This is Joseph from East Ligon. If sales line is flat, how does that link back to the high number of businesses springing up on the Spintex road? I says, told you just that, thinking. Charlie. <laughs> there are, are things happening. Some people are doing all kinds right. of things. This one says, money. my take on this is that for SNIT, uh, due to increase in salaries, including the 30% from government, VAT largely due to increase in the rate from 125 to 15%, and also the increase in surveillance by the GRA. Increase in electricity is because most machines have not been serviced due to the increase in the in terms yeah. of import cost. Yeah. So the machines are not running yeah. efficiently, yeah. hence consuming yeah. more. Yeah. more Daniel have you noticed crown. that when you have an air condition mm-hmm. that you don't service for six months, your power mm-hmm. will go up. Mm-hmm. If you bring air conditioning servicing to service the AC, mm-hmm. it reduces power. Sometimes you can even decide that I will change the AC to a new version. Mm-hmm. A newer version AC will consume less power. So this person is right. So maybe the Ghanaian industries... That jump is huge, isn't it? No, but he's right. If your import cost is high and are not servicing your machines, mm-hmm. your machines will now consume more power because they are slower. Yeah, but the cumulative effect of it. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, that's true. But that's, that's, that's the point. Because in that period, you've had declined import activity, fewer ex- imports because of the exchange rate. So if I have a factory which requires a conveyor belt mm-hmm. and there's a certain motor that I need to change mm-hmm. and I can't buy the motor because of the dollar. I'll use the old motor and you use more power and I'm producing the same tomato paste. But the tomato paste you produce with the new motor, the power will be lower. So this is a very important point he's raising. Okay. <coughs> All right, a few, more, a few more messages. Um, 
But now the pharmacists have a nice way of dealing with the population. For big men like Sky, they will sell branded drugs to him. But oh, for really? ordinary people like me, yeah. they'll give you the local one. But I went okay. there in Charlie, what do you? They know your voice. They know your voice. They know your voice. <laughs> really? All right. This one um, says, I need further clarification in relation to VAT. Mm-hmm. I buy an imported item and pay VAT on the item. I add no value to it and resell. Do I need to charge VAT on the item? Won't that be double taxation? I asked this question at 9.05 to my guest from Ali Nachi and Associates. He answers it. Uh-huh. So on our business festival this morning, we're so talking about taxes. taxes. He answers this question. So just stay tuned. All right. This one says, good morning, Bernard and team. Indian tourists, in quotes, are in transit through Ghana and they are going somewhere. That's for immigrants investigator. <laughs> All right. This one says, Sky explanation for the increase in electricity consumption is plausible. Although the measure is in kilowatt hour, a clampdown on illegal connections could be a major factor. Power that was previously used and unaccounted for due to meter bypass or no meter can be accounted for due to a clampdown on illegal connections. Commercial losses account for a, a significant part of ECG's losses. I see. That's an interesting mm-hmm. angle. Thank you for that. So you're uh, saying if a company was pro- was Working and not paying electricity bill because mm-hmm. they didn't have a meter, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be counted in this data. Mm-hmm. But you see, the only challenge is that ECG started doing this thing in March, April, right? Mm. Okay, cool. This is May. So, all right. Uh, this one says sneak contributions are increase. Uh, okay, the increase in sneak contributions doesn't mean our salaries are going up. Yeah, Charlie, the sneak contributions is serious. So, in fact, if of the nine charts on the on the table, eh, mm-hmm. sneak contributions is the steepest. Yeah, and it's positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why is why is the snitch people getting their money from go, the go government? Back, go back. Go okay, back. So, so let's go back. Um, okay, as an accountant who's worked in various industries, mm-hmm. most companies, especially mining, oil and gas, construction and real estate, pile up their snitch contributions, and and only pay when they get funds from certificates issued. Mm. I see. Mm. Um, I agree, Bernard. How come we see so many huge buildings going up, various kinds of apartments, but they are all empty? Why? Because one, Richard Sky said, like Richard Sky said, people may be laundering money through these buildings. We may have to take a look at all those huge uh, buildings on the Spintex Road. Two, the rent they charge is so high, most average Ghanaians cannot afford. They normally price uh, those buildings in, in dollars. dollars. Says. Um, but going forward, I suggest the Bank of Ghana should add a supporting note to explain the composite index of economic activity report to avoid conjecture and speculation on the meaning behind the graphs. Okay, George and Spintex. He said we should do what? He says the Bank of Ghana should add a supporting note. Explaining what exactly the, uh-huh, the graph explain means. explain the graph. Yeah, but, but we, we, we can't understand. We've gone to school, so are you telling me that Composite index of economic activity. I need to read notes. To, I mean, honestly. Well, maybe it, puts, it, cement gives, sales, it, it gives you know, better context. Sometimes people see, they say cement sales. Mm. They've written a chart on the left. This You're even teaching people in class four how to read a graph. <laughs> yeah, you know and you have compared two graphs on the same chart. You are, you are, okay, why did BOG put VAT and retail sales in the same box? They want you to compare. They want you to compare. Yeah, but so, so if you, they, and they've put it there and they've written there. Millions of Ghana cities on the y-axis, mm-hmm. and then the date on the x-axis, and they've told you. So I mean, what? How is this speculative? 
Actually, sometimes people make it seem as if we just come on it. The thing is there, is there, and this is something basic. Even if you're in class six, they show you how to read a graph. Yeah, but I so think... are you telling me that to read a basic graph about cement sales, this is what you're supposed to do. Hmm. They've put the nine charts together so that you can compare the movements. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's who's been trained to read charts will tell you that there is some challenge with having retail sales flat and VAT going up mm-hmm. because one one's supposed to depend on the other. Yeah, but you see, let, 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 so let me, uh, let me attempt an, ex, an explanation <laughs> of what he's trying to say. <laughs> what he's trying to say is that there should be uh, what you call a reason behind the difference we're seeing. So that instead of saying that, oh, is it because of BOG's attempts to do A, B, C, D, or is it because of GRA's attempts to clamp down on, you know, people who are not paying VAT and all of that, mm-hmm. there should be concrete statement of fact as to what accounts for well, the situation. The purpose for releasing this data is for analysis. If they had all the, a space if, for if they had, if they had all the answers to the questions, we will not be where we are today. They are putting out the data for you to make sense of it. That's why you are paid. So if, if BOG knew everything and what everything means and why they are where they are, why would our, our numbers be so dancing palugo at the bottom? So are you saying that we should only go and ask BOG to tell us what it means, not say anything? No, you can't Maybe say Maybe some indicators as to what may well be the situation. That's why people Because are, they do why, a lot of uh, mystery why, shopping and all of that, That's why accountants are telling you that, mm-hmm. for example, the reason why the VAT can go up is because there is tax audit, mm-hmm. the tax rate has gone up. So they are giving you the possible explanations. Mm-hmm. Which is why we we value that. That's why we are all thinking through it together. Yeah. So if like I just write to governor and say, Charlie, what's happening here? You just tell me. That one Neil Ate can go and do it when he goes to MPC meeting. <laughs> so I don't have any work to do here. So you should stop that thing saying there, Charlie. No, well I am. <laughs> all right, let's go. Stop that. <laughs> A few more. This one says we may also find out. Which industries are consuming the most power? Yeah, I've noticed question. a huge rise in the different types of packaged water and sugary drinks on the market. Maybe the packaged water and sugar beverage producers are the ones consuming more power. Uh, there's one data missing here, which, which, is, which I think will help us in our analysis. Mm-hmm. Fuel sales. Fuel sales will be very good to help us make sense of... The, because economic activity also includes... Movement of vehicles. Yes. And I think if you go to the MPA website, you'll get that. We can use that to check the the whether it indeed the economic activity has come down, the, the, the transportation and movement moves in the same direction. Yeah, because I know that quite... You see, a lot more people have decided not to drive these days. A lot more people are not going to their villages. A lot more people are not attending funerals. Instead of going, they will send the money to one person and send that person to go. So um, I'll be moved... working an Uber. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be more surprised if uh, fuel sales are up because Charlie, things are hard and people are cutting down on their movements across the by plant. But on this note about uh, packaged water and sugar drinks, my, I'm concerned about the level of or the quantity of sugar drinks on the market. And the varieties. And the varieties. And the and, yes, and, 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 and I don't know whether the health authorities are, are not watching the space because... These things are happening at a time we are told that there are increases in the number of people who have uh, diabetes or those related infections or conditions, it's called lifestyle life. diseases, right? Yeah. Or Non-communicable diseases. Uh-huh. So uh, it, it looks like we have opened the, the market to all kinds of things. And yet we are not monitoring how these things are impacting <laughs> in our life. It's a very dangerous thing that we are doing. Let's read more we have comments. to do something about okay, it. This one mm. says the GRA 
just came in when we had operated for about a year and slapped us with penalties of over 100,000, 108,000. We've been forced to employ the services of an auditor and that adds to our cost of operations to avoid the previous issue because some of the things the GRE auditor was saying did not make sense, but they took the money all the same. Now, if you are going to buy the VAT invoice, you are asked to bring the previous one, which was issued for them to audit before they sell a new one. This is a good initiative, actually, but they are disturbing new businesses. Sends from an anonymous texter. All right. Uh, we my dream, watch it. Watch. Oh my Ghana. Watch. Kuya ni mana ye chi. Yanko. Makane pen, mekane bium. Nyame mam yakoma, na menkano boom. Na yanso mambe shooting me and I do the swoom. But mini choice, men pedi yako suwo kroom. First of all. Alright, um, you just want you to tell us why you are not buying, even though people are selling. You know? People are opening new shops and yet people are not buying. Okay, so Ghanaians, why are you not buying? Because uh, according to the Bank of Ghana data, you are not buying. That's the truth. You are not buying at all. You are not buying. The last time you bought was December. Mm-hmm. From the chart we see, people are not buying. Anything they sell, people are not buying. You know? Why are you not buying? Tell us. Why are you not buying? There's a comment here. The disconnection exercise embarked upon by Engineer Mahama is being sabotaged by some of his staff, mm-hmm. especially those at the disconnection unit. Mm-hmm. Sky, I called ECG and reported to them mm-hmm. of a power theft by my neighbor. Mm-hmm. The guy is joking his neighbor. Mm-hmm. And this ECG guy, believe me, <laughs> he went to give a tip to my neighbor oh, about the off. call. Yeah, that, so yeah, that's how we put So your neighbor then came to now? <laughs> oh. And I ad- advised him that he should be smart on his usage of his AC and things. Are you serious? This guy went to tell ECG that there's somebody uh, the using neighbor, power. The neighbor is illegally connecting electricity. And then the ECG guy uh, yes. goes to tell the neighbor, neighbor that, that Charlie, your neighbor came to choke you, so you should look sharp. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Charlie, ECG. Oh, oh no 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 no! Lawyer Sam or the big man? Willie, what are you watching? It's like you're going to the market with you know you're going to fetch water with basket. Somebody from ECG called to chook Charlie, and he advised the guy that he should just yeah for panda for lay loose more. No, 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 Charlie. It's always, it's always. No, this is not good. It's not good. It's not fair. It's not good. It's not good. Even if you won't do anything about, don't chuck the guy. It's wrong. But the guy can go and confront your neighbor. And then problem will happen. He's living with you. But why did you go and chuck? That's what you should do. Why using power? As a proper citizen, you for chuck. Why are you using power without paying? You for chuck. And the ECG official. Yeah, Charlie. Oh, you not try. Okay, more, more companies. City, a lot of the manufacturing companies were not paying the right amount of power for power uh, they were using due to the vigilance of ECG. They are now beginning to pay the right amount. That's coming in from Ken mm. in Tantra Hill. This one says, Bernard, the real question is, what is government using all these taxes they are collecting and the revenues for? This one says, Bernard and team, about uh, consumption of electricity. Mm-hmm. When job advertisements are decline, declining, unemployment will rise. Uh, people will spend more time at home. The fun, TV, and phone will be on 
and then uh, and then we'll be charged as a whole but the point here is that we're dealing with you know industrial consumption of electricity not household consumption mm -hmm. so uh, there's a difference and this one says bernard mm -hmm. the upsurge in snake contributions could also be attributed to people reducing their ages so they can accumulate oh, enough oh, oh, retirement. <laughs> that thing has been going up up since the the 2021 january mm. It's been going up, 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 up. So there's one that says that. So he's like, continue, he says, mm. there was a case of a twin, and they were well, civil servants. Time. Interestingly, one retired, and the other three years later. How is that possible? Maybe they were working at different times. <laughs> <laughs> but your age is your age. If it is 60, or is it not 60 that we retire yeah. in this country? Yeah, so if it's 60, you have to retire. Maybe, so one, maybe one or some contract. Unless one was born three years later. Greetings, <laughs> 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 so better than team. Most companies are shutting down and are setting, uh, settling old taxes to have a clean or better sheet before folding. Mm. Wait to see, as in the next few months, that amount will drop drastically. Mm. Uh, what I don't know is uh, how um, you know winding up proceedings are hard in this country. I've not followed that closely. Mm -hmm. I think how to wind up a company. Yeah, that's right. You know, how to, okay. Yeah, I don't know. So Registrar General will tell you something about that. Yeah, yeah, I have to follow. Well, that. it's a minute past now. We we'll read a few more comments before we wrap this up. Uh... <laughs> All right, this one says um, uh, you haven't not looked <clears throat> at the <laughs> at the spiritual angle. Says we live in a voodoo economy, mm -hmm. or as they say in Benin, voodoo, voodoo mm -hmm. economy, where someone earns six hundred CDs, mm -hmm. still pays, uh, still pays rent of four hundred CDs, mm -hmm. has three children in school, takes care of other things. As one former boss of mine, a Ghanaian American, said, the security guy guarding my gate has a more sophisticated phone than I do. Everyone is a thief in this country. End oh. quote. We steal and lie. And say it's blessings from God and the gods. No, he's like to insult us. Oh, us. Don't, do, don't do that. This one says we are not buying uh, not by choice, but by circumstances. The pocket is just too dry, bro. And um yeah. this one says, Sky, there is no money. The little we have uh, we have to manage, okay. And this one um, says because of the haircut, that is the reason why you know things are the way they are. The haircut that is, you know, the people implemented last year and uh, beginning the pong, of the year. The pong that you the were pong, yeah, took you, Joe. <laughs> Bena, please, what BAG report are you reading from? So this is called the summary of economic and financial charts. Indeed, the the documents are two. And this is all for May 2023. So the summary of the economic financial data. And then there's also the the narrative report itself. Mm -hmm. So I have the charts, but there's the summary of economic activity, uh, financial data, and then the summary charts. Okay. Which, which have to be read together. Mm -hmm. And a little bit of advice. You see the way you are reading, people are asking you mm. this. And somebody even said, maybe you don't, you don't understand it or something. You see, the thing is, there is official data for almost everything in this country. Mm -hmm. So, for those of you who are listening to us, look, the Ghana Statistical Service these days do a fantastic job of yeah. measuring basically everything. Oh, yes. ISE does a fantastic job of measuring basically everything mm -hmm. in this country. So, 
don't take our word for it. But most importantly, when your favorite political people come and talk to you about their numbers, go to the Ghana Fiscal Service website. They measure everything. Go to SS website. They have proper information. Mm-hmm. You also have a brain. Mm-hmm. Look at it, consume it, and make what you want of it. Mm-hmm. Okay? So don't just take our word for it. Yeah. The information, the information is out it's there for out everybody. There, yeah. Yeah. It's not, the information is not exclusive to the political elite. It's not exclusive to just journalists. It's there. One, one last thing before we go. There, there's something here called the um, mobile money. So mobile money is still in the same chart. Mobile money, registered mobile Momo accounts, guess what? App. Active Momo accounts, app. Registered agents, app. app. Active agents, app. app. Total number of transactions, app. app. Value of transactions, app. So if cool. you, if it's funny, I'll show you something. If you take the banking sector indicators, mm-hmm. the charts are checked. Mm-hmm. So total assets went up, started coming down. Total deposits went up, came down, going up again. Total advances went up, started coming down December. So December was a key part, mm-hmm. end of 2022. Capital adequacy ratio, everybody's down. MPLs, is sort of um, it's like a wave, mm-hmm. down, recovering. So my point is that the, the traditional banking indicators don't look very positive. Yeah, we but the why. Momo indicators are all pointing off the charts. Is it because of the reduction in the rate? Um, yes. You know, previously the confidence in the system got a major hit mm-hmm. because of the the high, you know, the the eleven exactly, yeah. and then the conversation around it that they they were going to steal our money and all of that. Uh-huh. So maybe because of a reduction in the rate by Parliament, mm-hmm. uh, maybe people now see a lot more sense in putting their money there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the challenge though is that you know a lot more people are also born. you're actually right when you come to total value of transactions mm. there was a dip from 2021 December mm-hmm. and it was flat until 2022 August before yeah. it recovered again mm-hmm. so it was when the rate was reduced, reduced yes. that it picked up mm-hmm. but my concern with um, Momo and its growth is it's still a cash out largely a cash out based Mm-hmm. Uh, system. I think we've used it long enough to migrate to the point where it's an everyday systems payment. That's where the, kind of, that's that is where, where the actual that's, value. That's where it will begin to the multiplier effect will become higher. Higher. So like retail sales could recover because people now can buy within within the ecosystem. System. Very important point. Yeah, but again, also that would require a lot of um, education. Uh, because you know, you go to these markets, the mm. mockers of this world. Mm, they are are not, people, yeah, they are not. Compliant. They want their money. Uh, they want their money. Cash. To sell is mm. yeah, yeah, money in a basket. Mean, in a, in a, you know, mm. Yes. But the point I'm making is, for the true value of the digitized economy that we are talking about, yes, right. Your momo cannot just be cash out. It should not. It should not be. They should use it for payments and all. In 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 essence, eighty percent of our momo usage is cash out. When we come back, we'll be speaking to my tax guest from Ali Nachi and Associates is the deputy um, uh, what do you call it executive director for want of a better word or partner and Ismail Ibn Ibrahim has been speaking to us about navigating the tax maze as an SME addressing some of the tax questions raised earlier on in the show stay with us this is the, the, the City Breakfast Show
Welcome to the second week of our City Business Festival on a radio series. This week, our focus is on SMEs, small and medium-sized enterprises. One of the big issues that SMEs grapple with is the issue of statutories. And within that statutory umbrella, we have taxes. As we told, there are two certainties, death and taxes. Today, our aim is to give our SME listeners a sense of what the tax landscape is in relation to what their obligations are and whether there are any reliefs within those tax obligations for them as SMEs and how they can take advantage of them. We'll also try and understand whether there are any new obligations for our SMEs in view of the new laws that have been passed or the new taxes imposed. Our guest is a deputy managing partner for Ali Nacha and Associates, Ismail Ibn Ibrahim. Welcome to today's edition of the show, sir. Thank you very much, Bernard. It's good to have you. Just remind us, so at Ali Nacha and Associates, what type of firm? Is it just pure tax or you do other things? Uh, we are mainly a tax law firm, but we handle other corporate and commercial matters. In terms of tax, we do transactional tax advice. We provide tax audit defense, and then we help with tax compliance guidance. So basically, this is the main thing that we do at Alina Chen Associates. So you are a law firm, not an accounting firm? We are a law firm, yes. But I guess, I guess a lot of the people in your company do understand accounting. Absolutely. We, we have accountants, we have lawyers, we have economists. And so where the accountant crosses path with the taxes, we have people to deal with that in terms of computation and then those other things. Whilst a lot of companies in Ghana are SMEs, I can assume that most of the clients will be much larger companies. Be that as it may, how often do you think about the SME landscape when it comes to taxation? I mean, it's, it's interesting when we say SMEs in the tax landscape because technically you would have almost everyone being an SME from the tax perspective. From the tax perspective, the large taxpayers are those who have turnover of around 5 million upwards. So you can imagine anyone with turnover below 5 million is technically an SME from a tax perspective. And so usually everyone falls into the bracket that we deal with. So generally speaking, what are the tax requirements of these companies? Before okay. we get into specifics, a company that has a turnover of below 5 million, what are the main taxes they must pay? Or does it depend on the industry they are in? Well, the, the main taxes generally would be the income tax, and then you have your VAT with its, with its associated um, levies, NHIL, Get Fund, and then the COVID. So these are the two main taxes. But in terms of responsibilities, we'll be looking at maintaining records, filing the necessary returns on time, and then paying the taxes. Those are the three things when it comes to compliance. Wonderful. So you maintain good Proper tax records, records, yes, and then you file the return on yes. time. And the two main taxes are income and VAT and associated tax, NHI yes. yeah. as well. Those are the main ones. So when, 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 what is income tax as far as an SME is concerned? Income tax, so we are basically looking at any monies you've earned from business, from investment and maybe employment. Mm -hmm. And we have what we call the accessible income, okay. which is the total amount you've earned. Now, after you've done the necessary deductions, you have what we call the chargeable income. Mm -hmm. It's on this chargeable income that we impose the taxes. That's the general idea when it comes to income tax. Mm -hmm. And this income tax is paid monthly? So it depends. Um, ideally, you're supposed to file your self-estimate assessment and pay tax on a quarterly basis. Then at the end of the year, 
when you are in April of the next year, you file your annual tax. Mm -hmm. That's for businesses. Mm -hmm. But for PAYE and the rest is on a monthly basis as well as VAT and withholding taxes. Does income tax apply to both formal and informal sectors? By that I mean if you're in a formal employment, you have an employment letter, you have a salary slip, and your money is typically paid through a bank versus you work in a shop as a shop assistant end of the month the man calls you and gives you an envelope so in both contexts are we to pay income tax absolutely everyone has to pay the difficulty is a largely informal market where for example the person doing food deliveries cooking in their house and delivering it getting cash payments would not go and pay the tax um, our tax system relies heavily on voluntary tax compliance which means that Bernard has to get up and go to the tax office to pay the taxes. Otherwise, it's difficult to find you until you have been roped into the system. Mm. Wonderful. So it means that for even informal workers, there has to be income tax paid. Whose onus is it? Is it the employer or the employee? So um, let me take this on two folds. Uh, the, the general responsibility is on the employer. So, for example, if I'm taking CTFM, CTFM has to make sure it's withholding the employees' taxes and paying it on a monthly basis. Now, there's a responsibility on every employee to also file their returns. Interestingly, there used to be this provision in the Income Tax Act which said that if all you earned was employment income, you didn't have to file returns. But then in a subsequent amendment, this provision was taken out, which implies that every single person has to file their own returns. And that's a difficulty with, with uh, most employees because they're not going to file their returns. Mm -hmm. And an employer has a responsibility to issue to the employee a withholding tax certificate so that it's easier to file their returns and show that this is how much taxes I've paid for my employment income. Now, any other income I've earned, this is so much, and then you file the, your returns and pay taxes thereon. So that's for income tax. Yes. You also mentioned VAT, NHIL, COVID. Just break that tax down for us. What is, what is, is it... Um, is it one tax or is different taxes collected at once? There are different taxes collected at once. So VAT is the main tax, but um, the other taxes are collected together with the VAT. So you have your VAT rate, of which, is, which has now been increased to 15%. And then you have your NHIL, National Health Insurance Levy of 2.5. You have Get Fund of 2.5 and then your COVID Levy of 1%. How it is computed is that you, when you have your amount, you put the NHI and get fund on it first and then your COVID levy before you impose the VAT tax. So these are separate taxes that are collected together and then subsequently distributed. Why is why are it looks like some of them are percentages and some are like amounts. Well for the VAT all of them are percentages. Okay. So VAT is a percentage fifteen. Yes. NHIL gets one is two point five. Two point five. And then COVID is one percent. COVID one percent of what? One percent of the taxable value that you have. So for example, you sell something to me for a hundred CDs. Mm -hmm. We are computing two point five on the hundred, two point five on the hundred, one percent on the hundred. Then we have fifteen percent on the hundred CDs, two point five, two point five and one percent. Which makes the tax rate even way higher. I, I must say that our VAT system is different from the usual system. We have moved away from the main principle of VAT, which is the tax neutrality, input-output in all instances. With the introduction of this flat rate, we have sort of, let me say, recalibrated the VAT to get a higher amount. 
ideally you are supposed to have maybe a single amount and then you have your input output and this is what complicates it for some businesses uh, the question will be asked since the effective rate is around 21 percent or so why don't you simply say VAT is 21 percent and then administratively distribute it how you want it but then we have to go this route i don't know the rationale behind it so are all vatable uh, items also going to attract nhil get fund on covid levy um not all of them if we are looking at those under the flat rate mm -hmm. they are basically paying the flat rate of three percent and then the covid levy of one percent so for them no but other than that every other instance where you are charging vat nhl and get fund you are charging it as well can you explain it between the flat rate and its alternatives because you're saying it's the flat rate that makes it higher so the, the flat rate, for example, when the levies became flat levies, it means you cannot take input taxes on it. Mm -hmm. So if I have output tax, which is VAT I've collected from someone mm -hmm. of, say, 100 CDs, mm -hmm. and I have also suffered VAT from another person of 50 CDs, if I'm going to pay the GRA, it's the 100 CDs I collected minus the 50 I suffered. But once we say it's a flat levy, it means you don't get to do that deduction. So that's the main difference between the flat rate and then the standard VAT rate. Wonderful. So we're still talking from the context of SMEs for the City Business Festival. My guest is Ismail Ibn Ibrahim. He is the uh, Deputy Managing Partner at Nachi and Associates, who are a, a, a tax law firm here in Accra. So you've mentioned two main taxes, the Income Tax Investing Associates. But is that all that companies will pay will things like the property rate for the if i have a small shop or business registration levy or whatever do, do we consider those things as taxes at all so like let's assume i have a shop that sells shoes at kanishi right and i sell both imported and locally made shoes and i have six employees so i'll pay income tax for the six mm -hmm. and for myself mm -hmm. and then if I make the shoes, I'll pay VAT on the raw material or mm -hmm. the no, on the, the value. When you're selling it. Yes, yeah. when I'm selling it. Is that all my tax liability or could there be other taxes? Yeah, there could be other taxes. I mean, um, built inside the CIT is your responsibility to withhold taxes. Mm -hmm. This is technically someone else's tax they have to pay that you have to withhold and give it to the government. If you fail to withhold, the government will come after you for the withholding tax and charge you interest on that. Interestingly, you cannot go after the person you fail to withhold from for the interest. You can only take the withholding tax component. Now, apart from this, when we talk about taxes, from a theory point of view, any contribution you're making to government is technically a tax. But it, from the Ghanaian perspective, we are looking at uh, levies or, let me say, taxes again administered by the GRE. Mm -hmm. GRE, um, if I'm not mistaken, administers in full about 20 taxes and then in part about nine taxes or so. So we have several taxes. Now we have the growth, uh, good fund levy or good stuff growth and sustainability levy. Yes, and sustainability levy, uh, which prior to this was the NFSL, National mm -hmm. Fiscal Stabilization Levy. Mm -hmm. You have airport tax, you have your tourism levy and all that. And as I've said, uh, technically, because a lot of companies are in the SME space, depending on the industry you find yourself, you might be paying some of these taxes. Mm. There were three new taxes imposed in May this year. The growth and sustainability levy. There was also the excise tax amendment. And then there was a, a third one. 
what do those do? Can you explain basically what those amendments meant? So with the excise tax, this is basically increasing what uh, those manufacturers and, and distributors or whatever you have to pay. And it would mean that uh, passing more on to the consumer. Uh, for the income tax, there were several amendments, uh, especially uh, the, the compulsory, the minimum chargeable, uh, was it called, income, mm-hmm. which means that if you have declared losses for a period of five years, they are going to impose a minimum chargeable income. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I have my reservations about these things. I have not seen a policy on why these these principles are being introduced because mm-hmm. we are getting to the point where we might cross um, the accounting principles, disregard them just because we are desperate for money mm-hmm. and a lot of people will suffer. Mm-hmm. There are other things which are a bit technical in terms of um, when you sell your assets, you are supposed to withhold. That's one of the amendments in it. Mm-hmm. But there is, there is also a provision in the law that says that if you sell an asset and you replace it within a year, uh, it's a retention of asset, and so mm-hmm. you are not supposed to pay any taxes. Mm-hmm. How do you balance this withholding you are asking for? Because if I sell my laptop, for example, and I go to buy another laptop, you are asking the person who bought it to withhold, how do I buy another laptop? Now you are talking about uh, minimum chargeable income. If I am making losses, you ask me to carry forward my losses for five years. Hmm. It means if I carry forward my losses for these five years mm-hmm. and I still make losses, you are still going to tax me on, on what you call the minimum chargeable income. And so when you sit down and look at some of these things, you, you realize that, I don't know, but maybe government is really desperate for money and has to do what it has to do. But now let me, let me just add this. Mm-hmm. We find ourselves in a situation where, for example, if you are a farmer and then you have, let's say, about 100 milking cows, mm-hmm. you have a big farm. And you need a certain amount of milk. You have decided to continually tax or milk 10 of the cows. Your reason is that the other 90 are so far away, it's difficult to reach them. And you keep increasing the frequency at which you milk these cows, believing that you can fill your barrels. When there are other cows you can go for. This is to say we do not need new taxes or increase the rates. We just have to get a lot more people on board. Already existing tax. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it takes a Herculean task. I have mm-hmm. said several times that when it comes to elections, we go to every corner to get people mm-hmm. to register. Mm-hmm. Why can't we use the same principles to get lots of people onto the net so that we don't have to keep increasing the taxes we have to pay? It's the same people that are paying over and over again. And it's not fair. So the excise tax, does it apply to just... What kind of category of products? Because it keeps coming up in the discussion. I keep hearing the beverage people, the drink sellers, complain about that. When we say an excise tax, what's an excise tax? It's basically a tax for uh, manufacturers. But in this instance, the ones that were increased related mostly to the beverage guys and what have you, and that's why the concern is more out there. But once you're into manufacturing, you you pay excise tax. Mm, Yes. Now... Do you know the effect of the amendment that was announced in the May uh, announcement? It seemed to have rubbed the breweries on the wrong side. Do you understand their problem? You see, the problem is you are increasing a tax that they are supposed to pay for manufacturing. Technically, you are increasing their cost as well. Mm. And I don't know if it's supposed to be 
what what we call um there's this you impose certain taxes just to sin deter taxes. sin taxes exactly to deter wrong behavior i don't know if that is the main rush now it's just one of the desperate moves for money mm -hmm. but either ways you increase the cost for these guys and that's why they are concerned if their cost goes up the product must be higher and then selling becomes a challenge the growth and sustainability level used to be called that uh, nfsl nfsl the nfsl was applied to specific categories of companies i think we we're about 15 or 17. Mm -hmm. The amendment appears to open it up to everybody. Absolutely. Is that how we should understand it? Yes, technically. It opens it up to a whole lot of people. I think there are about three categories. I can't say it's off the top of my dome, but it opens it up to almost everybody. And this is on account and profit. I mean, uh, when you have declared your profit the normal way, not when you've done your chargeable income and what have you, and arrived at your profit, we are collecting about 5%. So this profit before tax? Profit before tax. But do all SMEs do their numbers to even decide whether they make a profit or not? And this goes back to the, my first point, that technically you have a lot of people being SMEs. I mean, how many people will be making 10 over 5 million and above? <gasps> and so what you see as the average business, not SME. the informal, mm -hmm. like the average business is an SME, mm -hmm. apart from the very, very big ones. Mm -hmm. So they would have to definitely file. And yes. they would have to then decide based on the filings whether they made a profit or not. And then based on that, calculate yes. the, the, the amount that, that they will pay. Um, do, have we done any work to see the possible effect of this on business operations and whether it's a regressive tax? That, that, that's, I, I am not sitting in GRE or Ministry of Finance to be able to tell absolutely. But one of my biggest challenges has been um, keeping records or data as to the effect of these taxes. For example, if you have certain exemptions, we should be able to have data to know how much you are losing. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have certain taxes, we should be able to have data to know how much we have collected so far. Mm -hmm. How has it affected businesses so that we advise ourselves? Mm -hmm. I haven't really come across such data. They may have it, but I haven't seen one. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if this one, they are going to do something like that to bring it out there. I mean, as journalists, um, of course, there's the right information. You can always chase them and see if you can get the data to help us. Mm. It will help people appreciate paying the taxes, especially when they see what is being used for. The major challenge for small businesses for taxes, in my view, will be the issue of record keeping. Yes. Why is record keeping so difficult? And do you have any tips on how small businesses can go about it? So when filing date comes, they don't run into trouble. Record keeping is difficult um, only to the extent that you are not committed to doing it. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you are doing business. I bought this at X amount. You get your receipt, you put it down. I sold this for this amount. You get your receipt, you put it down. Mm -hmm. If you collate all of these invoices, you can get an accountant to put together proper records for you so that it helps you. And it's for your own good to keep records because at the end of the day, the onus of proof is always on the taxpayer. And that's how come GRA can come to you. And if you don't have records and then I'm not saying they do, but if they balloon your taxes, it's up to you to come and say, well, this is not the case. That is not the case. And I can't blame them. Sometimes you put them in a position where they end up having to look at your bank statement, even though it's a wrong practice to find income and what have you. Mm. Yes. One other challenge I notice is that for owner SMEs, Paying your self-employment income tax is a, a bit difficult. I own a business. I pay my driver 600. I pay my mechanics 200. 
but I'm, I get, I pay myself based on how much we make. So I don't have a regular salary. How should I approach that with the tax authorities? For, for, for a self-employed person, unfortunately, after you've done all the deductions and what have you, mm-hmm. technically speaking, what is left is your income. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you look at the PAYE structure and then you pay based on that. But it boils down to keeping proper records, being able to do the deductions and then paying the tax. What you can do is to go to your tax office and then ask for help, either from your tax office or any other person. Mm. You can't just fold your arms and say it's difficult. I mean, tax is difficult. It's complex. Nobody likes it. And on the lighter side, that's how some of us make our money, if it's not difficult. <laughs> to simplify complicated things. Exactly. So. Yeah, but I, I just feel like if I... It's easy to manipulate. So if, if I... Can't people over estimate their expenses where i will say okay we get ten thousand every month pay my driver two thousand pay pay somebody three thousand five thousand is left well we we needed to buy fuel for the generator so we use another three thousand left with two thousand now the two thousand may be my income but the guy can say well i needed to go and buy something how will the system know if a person decides that he will expense for the company money he spends on himself if, if it, it's very easy, if I decide to follow the money, we can experiment it right now. Okay. Let's say you pay your brother here 10000 Yes. But then you write you've paid him 15000 Yes. What's the underlying agreement? Was the money transferred to his account? If yes, I don't have a problem. I'll go to him and tax him for the 15000 Is he comfortable with being taxed with the 15000 No. So because the truth always come out. So it will always come out. If we decide to follow the money, you'll be found out. So the real problem is the authority's ability to be granular in chasing exactly. the money. Exactly. And they will not really focus on small money. Mm. You, you have to weigh the cost of implementation or enforcement with certain things. Mm. And so I won't go around chasing 20,000 when I can get maybe 150,000 somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's how come those at the lower side are able to get away. Otherwise, if they are actually chasing the money, uh, most of us will not be able to live in this country. What about things like misclassification? Yes. Where the accountants have a certain idea of what something is, but the business owner doesn't think that that is what that thing is. Are there standard classification rules that we can all follow? Or that's where we need you. Yeah, so for example, um, at the minimum, we are talking about uh, capital expenditure and revenue expenditure. Mm-hmm. So if it's something that lasts over a 12-month period, ideally it's a capital expenditure. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's less than that's a revenue expenditure. Mm-hmm. The challenge that comes with this is whether or not you can expense it immediately and deduct mm-hmm. or whether you have to take capital allowance. Mm-hmm. And so these are some of the differences that comes in in terms of classification. Mm-hmm. And you can always have us to help you out or your accountants to help you out mm-hmm. with that. Let's end with tips. Okay, first, are there any reliefs? I hear government talk a lot about boosting small business. So they're talking about the youth start. They want to encourage young people to get into business. There's a lot of government programs aimed at startups. And I can say startups are SMEs generally. So would, when you look at the tax code, would, you, would they say there are any exemptions for certain businesses of certain kinds or certain sectors that we should generally be interested in that we can benefit from? Absolutely. Um, the first thing would be the concessional periods. Mm-hmm. So these are industries, or let's say farming, agro processing, where within a certain period of starting the business, mm-hmm. you pay tax of just 5%. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. which is a good incentive if you want to enter into agriculture or agro processing or what have you you can take advantage of that mm-hmm. and then there is a location incentive mm-hmm. which is a rebate given to you based on where you start your business okay. so for places outside Accra and Tama if you're looking at the regional capitals you have your rebates um, if you're looking at all other areas apart from the regional capitals in Accra and Tama there's also a rebate and then there's a young entrepreneur's incentive for an entrepreneur for this purpose is someone below the age of 35 years where for your startup within the first five years or so you are paying just about five percent mm-hmm. it used to be one percent but this was increased with the amendments that came mm-hmm. and then you can have your free zone company as well mm-hmm. where you you are exempt for a certain period mm-hmm. and then your tax planning and personal tax release for employees mm-hmm. now for employees um, marriage responsibility has a deduction of around 1,200. Mm-hmm. If you are someone above the age of 60, you get a deduction of around 1,500. If you have kids that you are sponsoring in school in a Ghanaian institution, you have 600 CDs for each child, up to three children. Really? And then there's educational relief of 2,000 Ghana CDs. Hey. Now, if you are taking care of your parents as well, you get 1,000 for each parent. And so, and so these are reliefs in the act. And, and I noticed that most employees do not get to benefit from this because their employers might not be aware. So Can you repeat these last few things you said? That if you are taking care of your parents... If you are taking care of your parents, so for each parent is a thousand cities. Now, if you are that's three, a tax rebate. That's a, a deduction you get to do. That's what I'm saying. So whatever tax I'm supposed to pay, I'll yes. say minus looking after parents. Yes. So thousand, thousand for each parent, so two thousand. And then... Um, you marriage have, marriage responsibility is thousand two hundred. So you are married, you have a dependent spouse. It's thousand two hundred. Then what about the school fees? School fees six hundred for each child, up to three children. Oh, then there's profiting. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, oh yeah. So when you put all of that together, they, do, do you, of course you need to show evidence that this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this you is need your, to show evidence that this is and, your, and and it's a good amount. But you see, for the trainings I've done in many institutions, when you say it's for the year, they'll say, oh, this this small amount for the whole year. But the thing is, you have. Some people fighting in the church over oh, yeah. five pesos yeah. increment and what yeah. have you. So why not take advantage of this as well? At what point does a small business need an accountant? Right from the get-go. Right from the get-go. Right from the get-go. So even if I'm just me, my wife, and my two children company, we need an accountant? Yes. It doesn't have to be uh, some big accountant. It's just a record keeping, the books, and what have you. So that because you're a very small business, at least when the GRA says, well, this we think is wrong. You didn't incur this expense. You know, I have my receipt. This is what I did. I mm-hmm. paid it to this person mm. just for that record. How do I separate my business from my personal expenses? It depends on whether it's a sole proprietorship or a company because personal expenses are not deductible. These are things that usually um, is for your own comfort and not necessarily for the business. So to the extent that, for example you can deduct transportation, right? Mm-hmm. But if Bernard is driving from his house to the work, is is not part of it. Mm-hmm. It's seen as a domestic expense. But from your work to every other place concerning your work is an expense. Now, for this suit that I'm wearing, mm-hmm. I cannot deduct it because I can wear it at any other place. But if it were my gown and my wig, I can do the deduction because it's for my business. And so you have to try, if it's a company, pay yourself and separate whatever and keep different accounts for your personal spending and then the company spending, which makes it easier. Wow, that's interesting. We're talking to the deputy managing partner for Alina Cha and Associates, the eminent 
Ismail Ibn Ibrahim, who's been just walking us through the basics of taxation. He's given us some uh, very interesting reliefs in, in the law. I thought that was, was a point where some people were completely tax exempt because of their age or startups for first three years or something. So that's why, I, that's why I said the concessional periods. Now, in Act 592, you could have mm-hmm. had that complete exemption. But mm-hmm. when 896 came, mm-hmm. there was a tax of 1%. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are giving you an exemption, but pay tax of 1%, which has now been increased to 5%. Mm-hmm. So the total exemption comes in for free zone, which mm-hmm. is for the first period, and then subsequently you pay 15%. Mm-hmm. As it stands now, you do not really have total exemption like that for the concessional periods. My final question to you is, what is the optimum balance between low taxes and tax compliance? A lot of times people say, Ghana, our tax GDP is very low. Some people feel it's because the people are not honest, but some people also feel that the tax rates may be high, and that's basically getting people to evade tax. As a firm in the space is there a good example of how to balance a low tax rate and is it is there proof that if you don't have a tax people actually pay so the government will say okay vat is effectively 21 percent but not paying if we reduce vat to nine percent are we sure that people will say oh nine percent they're going to or people just don't want to pay I, I don't think necessarily reducing it will get people to pay it's a culture thing mm-hmm. you tax nature mm. you know and apart from uh, not necessarily reducing, I won't say that increasing it will give you more taxes. Mm-hmm. I draw the balance in getting everybody included, mm-hmm. getting a lot more people to pay the tax. You mm-hmm. get more from 100 people paying taxes than 10 people paying taxes. And if you increase the tax for those 10 people, you will kill the milking cow and have no milk. So the balance is to get a lot more people involved so that you have not too high, not too low taxes, because government needs revenue. How can listeners and companies get in touch with your company? Um, we are located at Pick Farm Runabout. Uh, if you look for us on the internet, Alina Chen Associates, you will find us. And then you can get our numbers as well on the website. We appreciate the tax education. We'll be talking to the Deputy Managing Partner for Alina Chen Associates, Ismail Ibn Ibrahim who's been just walking us through navigating the tax maze as an SME. They do publications you can get to read. Go to their website. If you want more information, you can call the number that we'll be announcing later on so you can get educated. Thank you for being on the program. Thank you very much, Bernard. That's all we have time for for today's edition of the On Air Series for the Business Festival. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This is the, the, the City Breakfast Show. The City Breakfast above the noise. Welcome back. 
9.44, there's still the City Breakfast Show. These are coming from Vanilla. Cause this one, Kelly Willy. We'll try and go through some of your messages that have been coming in on 0549986996. But a few points of information. Now, are you getting your project started? Are you thinking about paying rent and fees and all of that? Worry no more. If you're a government worker whose salary is paid by the controller and accountant general's department, you can apply to First Atlantic Bank. They've got the payroll loan and get up to 150,000 CDs for all your pressing needs. Wait no longer. Visit any First Atlantic Bank branch near you or dial star 442 star 30 hash to apply and enjoy the lowest rates. First Atlantic Bank, refreshingly different. Now, Standard Water has over 25 years of experience in providing quality and refreshing water to quench your thirst. They are available in 11 regions in Ghana and they are still expanding to cover the rest of the country. Get in touch with Standard Water on 0202055703 or 0547334385. Maybe you want sachet water, maybe it's bottled water, maybe you want dispenser mounted jar water for your home or office, and you have a special event and you want customized water for your parties, special occasions, talk to Standard Water. This ad is FDA approved. Old Mutual is 10 years. They've been working greatly in the last decade. And they have a workforce of about 500 employees across the country. And they play a crucial role in championing customer ops. Talk to Old Mutual on 0501-579204 or visit oldmutual.com.gh for more info. Old Mutual do great things every day. And the literacy challenge is back. The nationwide search for the best junior high student is on. Do you think it could be you that walks away with 10,000 CDs and a glitzy trophy? Now, if you feel you are that person, we've got one hurdle for you to surmount. In no less than 600 words, write a story that ends with the statement, the happiest people do not have the best of everything. They make the best of everything they have. The happiest people do not have the best of everything. They make the best of everything they have. Now, the story should be written in your own handwriting with a deadline of Saturday, 15th July in mind. Of course, for those in JHS. Now, submit your entries to the front desk of City FM or City TV, or you can send it via post to P.O. Box GP14123 across Central. Submissions must include an endorsement by a parent or guardian and their full contact details. For more inquiries, call 0558-973-973. The Literacy Challenge 2023 is powered by City TV and supported by City FM, sponsored by the Ghana National Gas Company. Talk about education. Are you ready to take yours to the next level? Then mark your calendars for the study abroad exhibition organized by Intake Education with over 20 top UK unis. Sky knows a thing or two about schooling in the UK. Now, this is your chance to study in a new country, immerse yourself in a new culture, learn about different academic programs, and meet with an experienced study abroad rep from the uni. Now, the date is 14th, which is tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Mervyn Peak Ambassador Hotel. See you at the Study Abroad Exhibition. You can register at intake.education slash city, C-I-T-I. Now, when was the last time you heard 10% interest rate collateral, free loan, and 1 million CDs in the same sentence? 
never, right? Well, if you're a female entrepreneur, young business owner, and you are into agribusiness or you have a fintech going on, there's great news for you. In collaboration with the MasterCard Foundation, APSA is offering SME loans at only 10% per annum to help you move your businesses to the next level. Get a collateral free loan of up to 1 million CDs from APSA now to grow your business. For more info, visit the APSA SME Project office at Regina Accra or the nearest APSA branch or website at apsa.com.gh to find out more. That's African Nasty. That's APSA. Of course, T's and C's apply. in life if you understand me or not misunderstand me or not me i'm okay i'm okay and if you think i'm wrong or not long as it's what i want me i'm okay i'm okay cause who are you to judge me like say you be holy past and they love my life get my peace of mind that i try to survive we all be seen as my body Let's go through some of your messages that have come in on the number 0549-986-996. Good morning, uh, Nathan. I was in the Channel Mall on Monday last week uh, to purchase an item. I saw on Friday. As of Friday, the price was 85 Ghana cities. But to my surprise, on Monday, the item was um, now pegged at um, 100 Ghana cities. Wow. How can we buy when the price just went up over the weekend? How can we buy when the prices keep moving up? This one says, good morning, team. You guys just mentioned SNIT briefly. And I may need more education on this, but I feel the scheme is a huge... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Clearly very unhappy. Yeah, that's right. I quit my corporate work to start farming last year. I tried talking to SNIT to assist me with my own contribution to boost my farm. And they said I can only have access when I'm 55 years or more. My question is, why can't I make use of my hard-earned contribution now to keep me going? But I have to toil till 55 or I die and my family would then claim that money. I need education, please. Well, that's the law. The law makes specific provisions on um, when you can receive, for how long you must make a contribution and the condo uh, conditions under which you can, you can have early access um, to, to, to your contribution. So it is the law. It is not need that is doing anything, um, you know, scandalous. Um, so please take that on board. Uh, that, that, that one goes out to Nanaki from Amafrum. And this one says, good morning, uh, team. SNIT is very aggressive on companies and will allow uh, for any form of default in payments. The same cannot be said of tier two uh, trustees. Most companies don't owe SNIT, but they owe a lot of tier two uh, trustees that's coming in from eric and this one says bernard snitch recognizes uh, government employee contributions on cash basis the increase in contributions may be as a result of payment of contribution by government in arrears this one from nana onana from westland says that hello bernard i have a small business and i sell to hospitals in ghana mostly i pay three percent of my sales to the government as withholding tax 
And at the beginning of the year, when I am going for tax exemptions, I need to pay some more money before I am given the tax clearance certificate. Are there any more taxes I have to pay? And uh, this one says, Momo hikes are due to ECG cashless operations since May 2023. Oh, really? I see. And this one says, uh, my name is Fel. Hello, Bernard. I run a haulage business where I use my own trucks and others uh, from third parties. When I'm being... Oh, you said what? When I'm being paid by the client, a withholding tax of 7.5% is deducted. Do I also have to deduct withholding? Tax when paying the third party. Okay, well, th those are questions that uh, tax experts would have to answer. I'm, I'm, I'm not a tax expert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so those are some of the messages that have come mm. in on 0549. And of course, you can also send in more messages on 0549 986 996. 0549 986 996. It's 9.54. We'll be heading out um, shortly. Um yeah, but it's been a very interesting conversation, really. Mm -hmm. Traffic that took us into. <clears throat> yeah, businesses, um, how the businesses are surviving in the midst of so much taxation um, on, on services and, and goods and, and people complaining about the cost of uh, mm. things in the malls these days. Okay. And, and, and all of that. Me also talking about pharmacy. You know, <laughs> but, 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 you know, look, you, you do make a good point, And I think all of us around this table do agree that Sometimes you look at some of the <laughs> buildings and things springing up by the second, and yeah. you kind of wonder, you know, and, and it's it's something. Maybe like that, anointing will touch you. Yeah, no, but you know, I think, about it all the time. I think in the last few, you know, for years, a lot of people have said, and I've looked on and not really cared. But in the last few months or so, I've been thinking about it, and yeah. I think about something Godfrey says all the time hmm. that. Usually when we see a lot of the things, you are supposed to feel it in, in our pockets. In our, you know, somehow it's it supposed to have a trickle-down effect, right? But we don't actually feel So where does all the money go? All the nice buildings? No, only a few people. They are listening to you and they are laughing. They are laughing. Yeah, they won't give you something. That's the problem. They won't call you and say, oh, you see, like, we don't come like, but they are crap, bro, brother Stanley. I don't know why they do that. There are a lot of businessmen in the <laughs> system. <laughs> women. Investors. Kumasi, oh, Charlie, anytime I land in Kumasi, Charlie. No, I just be happy myself. Let me let me read a message. I know an ECG staff reported his neighbor's legal connection uh, to the loss control unit and they exposed to his neighbor yeah you know oh, the message came up earlier which i read you know that the neighbor reported ecg uh, to the ecg um another a neighbor who was you know using electricity illegally and somehow the ecg guys allegedly got back to the neighbor and informed the neighbor about the tricking oh. done by the guy who had made the report oh you are kidding and, me and you see you can't be encouraging people to um in fact, in other countries, they give you some some money for um, at least a percentage of what is recovered. Um, but this one is, is unfortunate that we're told that someone made a report and somehow, I think it's not responsible. It, it's not responsible use of, you know, whistleblower's time. 
you know, it's, it, it can't be right. And and if that is really happening, we have to look into it. And ECG would have to tackle those. I know Engineer Mahama is doing great work trying to reform mm -hmm. that institution and make it a more um, what you call accountable institution and then also more responsive to our needs as consumers. Uh, but it means that he will also have to do a lot more in the area of people who are who may be badness and doing all these things mm. because you know a good number of the times the illegal connections are done by the staff anyway mm. uh, you know so <laughs> so wait yeah so more 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 more, more messages are welcome on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine that's the text and WhatsApp number. Yeah. This is still the City Breakfast Show. 9.57, we'll be wrapping up in a few minutes. But at 11 mm -hmm. on City TV, there's a great conversation on um, SMEs. Mm -hmm. So tune, tune in on okay. City TV. Vivian Kailoko will host the panel. Mm -hmm. Great, great minds, great brains to talk about SMEs and, and, and all of yeah, those. I, yes, uh, you know, Parliament is sitting today. I, I just want to mention something quickly. I, so there was a piece that I wrote, uh, but I've not published. You know, last week, Parliament was talking about, there was concern about the order regarding, uh, you know, Jackie Quisson, that the order of clarity and they want mm, to... Eric Gautu says it's clear. Uh, you see, the, the, so I wrote this thing last week, I think a day, um, just the very day that the conversation went in, on in Parliament. And, and I, I take the view, and having spoken to some other seasoned people in our country, lawyers and, and former members of Parliament, I take the view that, I mean, the Speaker is not exactly powerless in the circumstances. I mean, if you look at the language of Order 6 of the rules of the House, uh, the rules are clear that in a situation where the rules do not provide for a specific matter, the Speaker is given residual authority and, 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 and power uh, to provide for those matters. So, for instance, the, the conversation was that, okay, the Supreme Court says they should expunge Jackie Christian's name from the records. Uh, meanwhile, the rules don't provide for how that should be done. Um, my view is that if you look at the constitutional provision, I think it's Article 64, if my memory serves me correctly, um, on uh, how you can challenge the president's election. If the president is ultimately removed from office by the Supreme Court on the finding of fact that he did not satisfy the requirements to be president, the constitution says that nothing done before by the president is affected by his subsequent removal. So the speaker should simply make a rule under Order 6, reflecting the spirit articulated under the relevant provision of our constitution to take care of the situation. So we don't need to go back to the Supreme Court, which is now functus official. In other words, it's done its work, it's moved on. So we can't go back to them now and be asking them to clarify. I'm not too sure about the technical legal details of mm. how you go and ask the Supreme Court, whether it's administratively, you are doing that administratively, or you are filing a new action. I've been trying to research around, you know, how can be how that can be done. I know about the sleep rule that is used okay. in, 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 in lower courts and then also other jurisdictions to deal with matters of inaccuracies in, in some of the orders okay. that are made. But this one, uh, I think that the Speaker would have to go under Order 6 okay. and right. then uh, look at the constitutional language and, and, and deal with this matter. Yes. All right, we'll, we'll see how that one plays out. But thank you, Respectfully. 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 Okay. Respectfully. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> thank you, Godfrey. Uh, that's our City Breakfast Show for the morning. You heard Bernard Avle earlier. Um, I was in for a couple of minutes show produced by Fred Jabano uh, Daniel Squash supported us